Hello all men, women, and others, and welcome to Season 4 of Love on the Brain. Back by popular demand, your favorite brother and sister combination are back to talk about love, life, psychology, and the societally problematic show The Bachelorette. Or should I say The Bachelorettes, as it's being advertised by ABC, since there are two wonderful sweet bachelorettes on the season. I'd like to introduce back to our loyal audience members my sister, my dog's mother, and the source of a minor part of my childhood trauma, Miss Jamie Victoria Quayle. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more so um, for you than for me. We uh, we haven't heard from you in uh, 10 months, Jamie, but when we left, you were dating a beautiful blonde man named Max and working for Bridge Center as a child and family therapist. Any changes on those fronts? Yes, sir. We are actually currently recording in my new office. I have opened my own private practice, uh, Wise Nest Counseling, still with that beautiful blonde man who did shave or cut off his locks oh you did cut off that beautiful and hair. now they're the way um when i met him on that beautiful mountaintop and boy do i just love him engaged yet does he ask you to marry him he has not um he is aware that that is a desire of mine. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. i never i've always said i would never be the type i don't understand those people that like pressure yeah their partner but now ready. i'm like uh, well, it's more of a, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Like I, I have all this abundance in my life. So I feel ready for the next, I, I'm somebody who likes to keep growing and like moving forward. I don't like to stay in the same place for too long, like emotionally or like in relationships. So yeah, we if, will see. If we asked tiny Jamie, Aww. how long would you want to date before you got married? What would she have said? Do you think? Oh, I used to want, I used to say, I want to get married at 26 Either get married or have kids at 26. And it didn't matter how long you were with. I think like a other. year is was in my brain okay. as a kid. Yeah, I think in my brain. We're was... about to celebrate five years and that feels good. When I would hear under a year, I would be like, that's not enough when yeah. I was a kid. But when I heard like a year, I'd be like, that's okay. That's and a long now time. that seems crazy to me. I know. Now I, Same. I, in the perfect world, I would have two, three, four, five years to get yeah. to know someone. Because again, it's a societal pressure more than... I don't know what it's supposed to be about, like love. It's like it doesn't. Everyone has a different timeline for all that stuff, in my opinion. But right, I don't know. We'll I really see. just want to have a party. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there's well, nothing else in my life right. to have a party we talk, about. I talk about a lot in weddings in America. There's not enough celebration. That's one thing exactly. that we do. A lot of us do pretty well. A lot of us still are tied up to where you have to have it for societal reasons, and you don't enjoy it. But that's the one place where it seems like everybody like will take off and go party and stuff, yes. and that stinks that it has to take that. I know, big of an I ordeal, agree. But maybe, maybe we'll change, you know. So that's good. I'm glad to hear that you got your own place. So if anyone needs a child <laughs> or family therapist, yes, you can go to uh, her website still. And now she's got her own. She plays by her own rules, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's nice to be your own boss. Everything falls on you. So if things go bad, it's not probably nice to be your own boss. But other than that. Um, it feels good to be in charge of my own schedule, decorate my space how Yeah, I that's want, the biggest thing. Your charge own space, what I it's want. so cool in here. It's like your yep. own thing. You it feels like energy. me, yeah. And if the audio sounds a little different today, it's because we have this new space that we're uh, making use of as you have to pay rent for both places, so you might as well make the most use of it. <laughs> exactly. I don't work on can. Fridays, so <laughs> yeah. this is getting in my, my use. All right, I'm so glad you asked about me, but on our first season, <laughs> I didn't give you a chance, not your fault. I was, uh, if you remember, if the loyalists remember, I was fresh off of a breakup with a very important person, a very important relationship to me, and uh, 
Then I was, for the second season, I was fresh in the dating scene and had some dates with some very important people that were important to me. Very important. And now I'm in love, but not exclusive to anyone. So all sides of 2022 of the love spectrum I've been through on this podcast. That's true. That. Uh, but anyway, on to more important <laughs> subjects. As I'm we'll, like, wait, we're in my therapy office. Do you need <laughs> yeah, more space for yeah, that? Yeah, it's going to get tissues? even like, more therapeutic than our... <laughs> We've got a sand tray. Uh, yeah, than our <laughs> episodes usually are. But... Anyway, on to more important subjects. As loyal listeners know, you don't have to watch The Bachelorette in order to listen to our podcast. In fact, when people ask if they should watch, I tell them, no, absolutely not. It's a predatory brain-riding program that gives society an unrealistic view on what love and relationships and dating are. But I think the biggest problem is now the lack of mess. Reality shows really peaked to me in the early 2000s when it was just a chance to have a weird experience for maybe hot 20-somethings before they go on to live their regular lives. Now, in this ridiculous money-over-everything culture, reality shows have become an avenue to becoming a successful Instagram influencer. And I must admit, I don't blame or judge anyone for that. If I could lead a mindless, soulless life traveling to beautiful (laughs) destinations and giving makeup tutorials that no one asked for, uh, you know, to be able to fund the life that I really want, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But unfortunately, this leads to reality show contestants mostly being afraid to make a mistake, as it could ruin your chance at that Mm. lifestyle that everyone craves. Would you agree with that? That's very true. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, even if I was to get the call to go on The Bachelor, I'd be like, oh, man, this is going to open up the different things I want in my career. I'm going to have an avenue for people to see me and hear me. And that's not what it should be. Well, nobody wants them. There used to be actually like a value in even getting the villain at it. Because it, you would get called back, yeah. but now it's like cancel culture. Like there's actually no compassion for the yeah. villains. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But, that's what I'm but saying. there's been uh, there has also been some people who have gotten like a bad look, but still get yes a second chance. But there hasn't really been like complete villains that they, no, they're mostly no. unself aware people that don't think that they're going to be. They're, they're kind of not in tune with it. Right, and, right. But I like it. It makes we talked so much shit about Queen Victoria, but it made for know, a more fun. Do you watch fun. Selling Sunset? No, I don't. I haven't. I've struggled <laughs> There's a to very toxic one. person on that show that keeps getting called back. Yes, if you don't, if you do have the skin to be hated by all these people yeah. online, or the unself awareness, yeah. it can still lead to or the mental illness. Mental illness. <laughs> it could lead to opportunities. You just have to. I think there's so many people who are so afraid of getting canceled completely. It's so in your face. Well, especially uh, in this in this first episode, we can talk about that later. The men are like worried about how they're going to come off if they yes. go for both women. And that I think just overall, my whole point here is that makes the content suffer because I do really love the you old want style. More mess. I do. I don't want. I'm not watching this to get my ideas on love. I'm sure some people are. I guess that's fine. No, there's real emotions the here, but I do. After if you listen back to even our first couple podcasts, I'm going on. And I think it was because I was fresh in a breakup, and but I'm going on about this stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this is still, like, none of the couples have worked out in the last, like, five, six bachelorettes. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it's just not, I, so there's been a couple others. Like, Love is Blind, I've seen a couple episodes. I've just become obsessed with Love Island. Love Island another one. And I was like, one. could we It's more fun, right? This? Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, I think that's the thing versus the, but the thing that sucks about The Bachelor is just but, lacking a little bit of fun. But I'll, I'll admit, like, I was watching Love Island, like, the first season, the USA version, and I, like, was crying during some episodes because of their love. And then I, like, remember being so upset looking up that none of them are dating anymore. Right. And I was like, what? They were in love. They said they were going to make it. And it's yeah. like, no, this is impossible. And also, in a way, it doesn't Situation. it doesn't really mute their experience. Although, JoJo and Jordan just got married, finally. And they're two of the fakest fucks. 
<laughs> two of the stingiest wooden planks of a human being. They seem like a little like Pinocchio wooden. And that's fine, whatever. It's just like, I, it just doesn't feel like that's not going to be Mary down the street. Her love's not going to look like that. When I think there is, it is giving some people's views on love a little bit of a, a twist. But I'd rather just everyone be like, okay, this is garbage. Let's watch this garbage. And let's I make need, it garbage. <laughs> I have, yes, I have this life that I had do all these things. I need a break from this life trying to do the right thing, trying to self-actualize, trying to do all these things. I want to watch some fucking trash for one for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but isn't it, if we all went, if they went into even like The Bachelorette just like, let's make this trash, isn't it funnier that they like take it seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, because it's not supposed to work out. That's a good point. But their brains are telling them that it's supposed to work out. And yeah. that whole dynamic, I think, is what the makes it so messy. That, you're right. It <laughs> has to be the people need to still buy in and everything. Yeah. But again, I think the major point is that people are afraid to truly be themselves and mess up. I think that's compared to back in the day. Maybe that's casting or whatever. I was actually thinking that for this, like if I was a contestant or a bachelorette, like would I be able to be my like funny, self-aware, goofy like self? I'm a super insecure person or would all of that come out? And I would like, I, I was looking at the dynamic between Gabby and Rachel where I feel like Gabby's so sure of herself and can joke and be funny and Rachel's a little bit more mm-hmm. like maybe putting on a show. Yeah, in the beginning. And I was like, I feel like I might be more boring like Rachel. Yeah, it's possible. I think I want to be like Gabby. <laughs> in the beginning, I think it would be easy for me not to take it seriously. But once I am just empathetic it, with a woman yeah. in front of or me. Or have to say goodbye to somebody. feelings, yeah. I think it would be a little hard for me. But I would, like I've said in previous versions of our podcast, I would be a character. I couldn't, I wouldn't yeah. be, because first of all, I'm not super comfortable everyone looking at me all the time. No. So with cameras in my face and everything, I don't think, I just think that's where I would go into as being a character. I have so a deep desire to try it. It takes a certain kind of person to, to succeed on this reality yeah. show. That's not an actor, but also can't be too self-aware. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. A, there's an interesting place where you have to be. Um, but again, the one thing I have a problem with, I think overall, is the fans. And research for our podcast, I've searched Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, blogs, you name it. And it's mostly all pretty disgusting hate. Fans can't wait for the contestants to mess up on the tiniest bit so they can just judge them and get that little pathetic dopamine kick to bring someone more beautiful and privileged than them down. So just for a second, they can feel the tiniest bit better about their small and inconsequential lives where they hate their husband, tired of their children, and never really been truthful to themselves. And uh, if you can't tell, this pisses me off greatly, even though I am also a, I do it once in a while. (laughs) So as a lover of knowledge, I would say the internet is a great place. But the problem is, and you might disagree with this, Jamie, the internet gives everyone a voice. It makes people feel like their voice matters. Yeah, it gives everybody a sense of control. With Twitter and all that, like you can tweet and I'm here to say that a lot of times not everyone deserves a voice. And even though your tweet got 100 favorites (laughs) and a few retweets, no one really cares again what what you have to say. And I think the self-importance in our country is one of the biggest problems right now. We've gone too far into individualism Mm -hmm. and forget that we're all one connected source of energy that needs each other. (laughs) And when you're judging someone, you're actually just judging a different version of yourself in my opinion. And this is absolutely forwarded by the poisonous social media. But the worst part of this, like I said, is that it makes for less interesting days of reality. I just, the the old, I just long so much for flavor of love. 
<laughs> 20 trash bags vying for was the love of a washed-up like, D-list celebrity race. Didn't somebody poop, like, in front of everybody? Yes, uh, yes. That was one of the best. That's when it peaked. I think when the girl shit on the floor in Flavor of Love, that's when reality TV started to go down. <laughs> so everybody that's was like, we need to We're like, not going to be able to beat this. this. We're not going to be able to beat this. I was thinking the other day, like, the psychology of the, like, behind our society now having a job that you are an influencer. Yeah. Like, what is, what... Because I don't think there's anything is created without a purpose of like there's been some need or some like yeah. unconscious there's desire of human nature. Things. Like why do we want to be influenced? These people who we follow who are normal people and then all of a sudden become famous. For really why do no we want like them? you used because to have to have I followed everybody from Love is Blind now and they all are like supporting all these brands right they're becoming influencers yes and I'm invested in their lives now but it's like why it's yeah and it probably isn't healthy overall am these, I, yeah like well even the term we, we, we throw around terms without yeah. thinking about them a lot like influencer I don't want to be fucking influenced by yeah. these people that's the last kind of people I want to be influenced yeah, by academics like, and people who care about knowledge and I mean and they're a lot posting times, pictures about like their fashion and their beauty and if I really like zoom out I'm like damn I'm not as good looking as them or I'm not as I don't have the same clothes as them I need more I need this I need that it's like oh they're influencing me to have to buy 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 and consume yes, that's the thing and i'm trying not to do that so i really shouldn't follow these people algorithms are smart i just want to know if they were still together right and uh, you know people i just what think their birthday was the problem yeah to get the, the extra access to astrology but, but i just think the advertising game since we've hated since we were kids from our father is so there's so much money involved in advertising. What do we? There was that game guesstimation where like Madonna made five million dollars in like the seventies. I know for, I a, know, commercial. for a commercial. So cool. it's so you have to think like they're using these beautiful people to to give you these products, and then they're targeting people that are based on what you watch, what they're going to sell. And it's often things you don't need. Companies that have bad morals, and I just think overall, I know. it was just Amazon Prime Day, and I had somebody like reach out and be like, it's the last day of prime day. If you want to go get gotcha. all these things. And I was like, I'm not even going to look on Amazon because I probably would buy something that yeah. I is telling me, Oh my gosh, what a great deal. But I really don't need it. Yeah. We actually were talking in this group. I'm a part of, of like, how do we distract from feeling our emotions? And my number one thing was I spend money. Really? Like if I feel anxious or bored and I have nothing to do, or I just don't, like I feel usually it's anxious. I will be like, what can I spend money on? Yeah. Like, is it on food? Is it, can I go to a goodwill? Even if it's like thrifting, it's sure. like, look, I spend money on nothing. There's like something it gives me this feeling of. Well, life is all dopamine, right? Doing, getting. Life is all dopamine kicks. And that's a huge one is shopping. Yeah. Everything, eating, working shopping. out, you know, having sex, everything, every point of our being is to get more dopamine. The re the thing is, we know a lot about it and that you have to do it in a healthy way. Yeah. So if you shop once in a while and it's not a problem, that's, I think that's, like that's completely fine. That's what I'm trying to do. Fine. And if I have those feelings, my first thing to do rather than shop is to go for a walk outside. Yeah, and listen to me. like a podcast or listen to music. Literally I was like, 15 I was crying on my walk around the lake the other day, listening to this new playlist I made of dance songs. Yeah, and I was just like picturing being together with people dancing and like crying. Nothing. I was like, oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm needing. I wonder if you had less of an aversion to shop after that too, because your dopamine oh, was lit, lit I, up. Yeah, I just went home and kept dancing. Yeah, and, I was and like, yeah. people use their own thing, whether it's food, whether it's drugs, whether it's reality yeah. television. Like we're all trying to get those dopamine, and I always think and it's avoid. okay. 
okay avoid discomfort. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay in small dosages. Just a lot of people I feel like get wrapped up so easily. So even me taking my Instagram logo off my phone has done wonders because I found that my brain, they're just, I I guess I get so freaked out that the algorithms and people who are in charge of these things are so smart, so much smarter and have so much more data. So they know that my Without even thinking about it, I will click on Instagram to open it. And I it just like even bring that off. I just don't like being taken advantage of. And I think yeah. that's what happens through influencers. Yeah. And they're being taken advantage of. But they're making so much money and being able to fund all these beautiful places. It's amazing. Um, so the other thing, <laughs> I was home in Jersey for a little bit. I went to a, we went to Cape May. Oh, we talked mm-hmm. about Cape May last uh, year. And then I went to a wedding. And then after the wedding was a party at the Beachcomber which is made famous by the TV show Jersey Shore. Oh. Uh, you know, Jersey Shore, everyone's heard of it. Amazing, authentic, dirtbag East Coast Italians who are the truest, most disgusting versions of humanity <laughs> are unafraid to make a mistake when they, you know, they don't, they have no thoughts about the woke mob coming at them. No. And, you know. Not back then. No, not at all. But those, day, uh, those days now are long gone. What we have left over is a collective consciousness of judgment. I think screaming, screaming into a deep echo chamber of nothingness, projecting their childhood <laughs> trauma onto different versions of themselves. Addicted to the notifications of a like that pops up on their phone that feels no different than, like I said, a slamming of a needle full of Lady H. Soul disintegrating with every Facebook status and every... What is Lady H? Heroin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> every post-filtered <laughs> selfie and every MAGA or woke tweet. I've come to hate both sides of the deep political spectrum at this point, and uh, I really long for us all to be in the middle, empathetically listening to each other and realizing we're all on the same team, committing to the oneness and truth that I feel in the deepest depths of my heart. As we know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. Yeah. We are all stardust experiencing ourselves in the forms of conscious humanity. And until we start having unconditional love for everyone, from our greatest friends to our most hated enemies, the world will not change. It will continue to be the haves and the have-nots, and the battle for control will be lost by everyone. The rich won't feel satisfied, the poor will continue to feel unfulfilled, and people like me, what I would call the centrists, we'll be sitting here with our dicks in our hands, oh. pussies in our palms, stroking life away with every meaningless and valuable breath. Mm. But anyway, Jersey Shore was amazing. I went over <laughs> since I went to Beachcomber. Since, since I went there, I got like a four dollar beer, which I haven't had. Oh in like my god! Six years. Yeah, what is that like? And I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't seen the Jersey Shore. I was. I remember loving it in the beginning. The Jersey Shore, like the first season, my whole friends would go yeah, to my friends, watch, watch it. it. We'd laugh our ass off, and then I started to hate it because I saw what it did to Seaside. I saw yeah. it just became kind of stupid. It became too mainstream or whatever. And I went back and watched it. What has it been? Fucking ten years since it since it debuted. Yeah, it, it was, was 2009. When I was still in high school. Yeah, it's been over ten years, and I my jaw was dropped the entire time. I was like episode to episode. There's not a dull scene. <laughs> Bachelor is filled with dull ass scenes yeah. that I don't care about. I want to fast forward. Yeah. Every single scene in the Jersey Shore is fucking just. There's one thing after another that you just I can't believe. I and, don't remember much of it. Yeah, you. I, I, I would recommend the, if you're wasn't in the there mood, a room they had just for sex. <laughs> the, the smush room. The whole that's the whole thing. The whole sex culture. It's just there's there's just everyone Hooking is just up. so careful now. And I get it. We're changing as a society. In some ways, it's good. And sometimes we've talked about in previous episodes, you need an overcorrection in order to change. Because it's not good. It's not okay what happened on the Jersey Shore, the way they treat women and the way they treat each other. But at the same point, I felt like I was watching an honest view of life. And I felt, I kept saying, I kept going, this is Shakespeare. This is fucking Shakespeare. (laughs) This is my, there's there's heartbreak. There's there's just (laughs) everything that Shakespeare has. There's comedy. There's tragedy. (laughs) There's like people rising to the top and then getting shut down. It's just like, 
there's so much in there that it's just conspiracy. It's, it shows like they go behind each other's back. They like, lie to each other's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. It just shows a lot of the sides of humanity that I'm so as a curious fashion, yes. which is what reality shows were meant to do. Right, and, and now it's feel becoming like less and less real. And a lot of time, aware. a lot of times you you recommend like The Bachelor or someone that shows not real at all. And they're right. It's completely, it seems almost, they think it's scripted. It's not scripted, but it's so highly produced. Where Jersey Shore, I was reading a lot, they just like put a microphone, they said, go. They just said, whatever you guys do, do it. There's no rules. You can drink as much as you want. Snooki gets arrested. Yeah. God, there's just so much there that I'm just like, this is, again, was I a better person for having watched it? Probably not. But was I so firmly entertained in the way I want to be entertained? That's the main point Do I'm making Do you feel here. like if that show was had premiered today in the same way that it was, they would have got canceled after a first season or they would have... They wouldn't have filmed. They wouldn't have aired it. They wouldn't have aired it. There's no chance. The things that have been cut out of our show, The Challenge, in the past couple yeah. of years, the things that have happened on Bachelor in Paradise that have been cut out and that have been, it's very minor things. Every episode, I'm telling you, there's some super problematic thing. I don't know if it's like better to be though well, aware of it because it's real because that does that some of that stuff does happen in real life. I know. It's like all for the sake of like nobody wanted any harm to come to certain people. Like The Bachelor drink limits like somebody was like sexually assaulted yes. and like you know totally it's not good for the for but it's not like, like that moving, stuff doesn't happen. all of this is like well all of the the monitoring and the um uh i don't know how, how do you put it um toning down the mess i yeah. think is for the sake of us becoming enlightened yes becoming too enlightened on being perfect or like not making yeah. mistakes yeah you're right about that and, and like I, I think, think it's th good I think we need it to switch to like to have more awareness of how we're causing harm but now I mean we talk about this is our world has been in this or at least America has been in this forever zone in the last however many years of like unveiling all the shittiness and right. getting angry at it and trying to shut it down. And I think what we're trying to move to is a more inclusive understanding of human nature. You're right. Which I say, this generation coming up, I have so many kids that are way more accepting and loving and they don't understand how anybody could be hated or treated unfairly. Like, it's so beautiful. You don't think kids have always been like that? Like, the li really little kids, though? Um, I, I think, think really little kids have that, but I guess I'm right. talking more about these a little bit older than little kids. and yeah. teens Absolutely. who are like, usually that's the age where you start having the clicks and judgments mm -hmm. and there's a way to be and not. And these kids nowadays, it's like, if you don't talk about your mental illness, and I'm in Boulder, so like, yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know but I think you're right places, as far as the like, world goes. The, the, the trans, like being least. trans or let's everybody explore our sexuality so yes. we don't have to repress it everybody be accepted and that's not every kid like there's still very conservative families because but of their parents because they're the parents yeah. but i don't know i get inspired no, by you're... these kids who are like i can't believe what's going on like yeah your generation i can't wait till you guys are older you i know? think you're absolutely right and it's because it, it it's also a little credit to our generation because we're becoming the parents too because ours yes. was a little more progressive than the ones exactly. before us but even in 2009 when i graduated high school like if I was gay, there's no oh, way no, no, I would have no, no. felt comfortable. Yeah. Even with my friends who are very inclusive. Yeah. There's no, no same way with me. I would have felt. There's so many kids in my high school that came out like years after yeah. high and school. And that's the thing. Because as long it didn't feel safe. Anything that's not hurting anyone, and that's the basis of the show, how important love is. Anything that's not hurting anyone needs to be enabled and just accepted. Well, yeah. So we over, well, then there was like an overcorrection and now schools are trying to tone down. We don't want to get too political, but schools 
are not allowing like kids to come out. Like if the kids come out at school, their parents have to be notified. Yeah. Ah! That's weird. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. That is weird. It's, it's, it's so hard because you want them to be, My brain everyone feels to, yeah, over, overworked. I was thinking about it, but that's part <sighs> of it. So like there's good and bad parts of that. It's a mess. Balance, but I like how you moderation. put it though. There is a good, this is kind of a, almost like a, cleansing in an almost way so you gotta see all the shit unfortunately that means my reality show <laughs> viewing has to suffer a little bit for the grand scheme of humanity i think that could be it i think i can yeah. get behind that you know okay that's good ready to move on yes all right so anyway like i said this podcast as you know by now is not just about the bachelorette it's about society psychology astrology love everything in between so our first segment let's go over some of the major things going on in society uh. first since we're speaking of stardust for a little bit, I'm hoping you saw the James oh, Webb telescope pictures. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What does it make you feel when you, do you remember what you felt like when you first saw that? Well, I didn't read the caption at first. I was just like, Ooh, pretty. Right. It looks like a painting. <laughs> well, it looks, it looks like you're looking through a prism or something. Like yeah. how beautiful is our universe and whatever. And then, and then I read all about <laughs> how it was only a grain of sand yep. held at arm's length. That's how much is involved. And I've been feeling this lately of, I feel like religion right now is trying to get, I mean, with, I mean, I, you said we'll talk about abortion, which I don't know how much I want to talk about that personally, but um, I feel like these people are gripping to religion right now because of the amount of uncertainty that's been kicked up in the last several years. And I feel like this to come out, it's like, that's my religion of like, ultimately I came around to, holy shit. How am I even sitting here yeah. talking about this? Being able to conceptualize and that picture. living a life and worrying about these things when there's so much we don't even yeah. know. Yeah. And like a version of me could exist on one of those galaxies that's already dissolved or we can't, it doesn't even exist Millennia anymore. Millennia ago. And I'm reading a book series where there's like all these layers of different worlds and now they're starting to collide that I'm like, anything's possible. And there's such a freedom in that. And so I think if anything's possible, I'm like, oh, like that person could be right, they could be wrong. Yes. That person, and I'm Very comfortable with that. A lot I, of people are not, and a, I think a lot of people are terrified by that and don't want to even look at that. Yes. I th have I told this story in the podcast where I was? It was my freshman year of college, and I was just like, "The universe, like everything's incredible." Right. And I showed my like mm. sweet mates. I have said this not on the podcast. You've never heard it. I was like, guys, you have to watch this YouTube video. And it's a YouTube video where they start in like a suburb or like with somebody on earth and slowly zoom out to see the earth and then slowly zoom out to see our galaxy and yep. then slowly zoom out all the way into like the unknown, like the boundary of the unknown universe. And mm -hmm. it ends with like, this is only, we don't even know what lies beyond. And I had one person walk away and say, I can't watch this. And I had another person say, turn it off, turn it off. This is too scary. I don't want to see How this. many people were and in the I, room? Uh, Five-ish girls. Two, two of them yeah. were, couldn't handle it. That's, yeah. And then one was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, you what, know? what does everyone else think? And, exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, guys, what do you mean? This is incredible. What freedom. Yeah. What possibility. None of my things matter, really. And, <laughs> and that's it, so interesting yeah. that you say that because... Again, it definitely puts my feelings in perspective overall. As our grandma would say, says, uh, what does she say? Says, everything matters, but nothing matters much. Yeah. And that's kind of where I get. The moments, it is what it is. The moments and the way we make people feel is very meaningful in the moment, right now, in this blink of an eye. In, in yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm like one of the most right. emotionally sensitive people. Yeah. But in the long run, it kind of means nothing. 
Yes. And like I wrote down here before you even said that, it pushes people in two ways. I think it's like a 50-50 split. Yeah. Either an existential crisis, which is, sounds like that first girl had. About yeah. That's like, oh, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All these little things that she I can't do this right now. Yeah. And it and I'm, totally makes sense to me. And then the other way, which is that, you know, I don't know. What an opportunity. Yeah. What, like our problems aren't that problematic. There's more of a freeing feeling. That's, yes. I get more of a freeing feeling. Yeah. Definitely. Um, for me, it's like first, holy shit, space is just beautiful. Like that, like that's the first instinct I had was like, oh my God, it's like gorgeous. I just want to see It felt so it. nice to have this come out now because all these things we're dealing with yeah. that are so like just not important. Like mm. it's, why is it important to take away women's rights at all right now why is that fucking important why is it like there's so many other things to be putting our time and energy into than this and it feels so backwards and then to have this oh remember we don't matter like none of this matters but like it does matter there was a quote of the guy who went to the moon first and was like saw the earth and he's like everyone needs to come up here and see this yes because if everyone came up here and see this it would put them in perspective hey Listen, you don't like controlling other people. You need to, you don't need Life to be so, is so focused short on control. to like have this much pain and suffering. And yeah. like, I know it's inevitable, but like, like, can we just all love each other? I think, I mean, getting to know space, if you haven't seen <laughs> you know, it, it's just not that simple. Google the was. James Webb telescope yeah, pictures. It's if, so if that doesn't beautiful. light your soul up either negatively or positively, I don't yeah, try <sighs> to think about what your purpose in life I is. Really <laughs> take that in there. I just go, I, I say this to my teen my teen um, who's having a hard time just like dealing with all these little problems. They just seem so big. And I was like, your challenge this weekend is to go outside somewhere and stargaze. Yeah. Just lay under the stars gotta make you with feel. your friends and like talk about life, you know? And yeah, like, it's so important. Just think about how those stars that you're looking at don't even really exist anymore. And like, what are we right? Like just, you got to balance it out. I wonder if that stuff happens less and less because of the screen time and kids spending less time with friends and there are more rules about coming home at a certain hour. And I safety. think they get too much. They're they're too. They get too much information yeah. of what's going on in the world. Too much news yeah. of what's going on that it's harder to even like to balance it out. You have to spend like that teen I'm talking about spending a week out in nature at a camp with no phone access. And I'm like, I'm so excited for you. Like I, I think that's what everybody needs right now is to like turn off the freaking phone and just be in the world and just disengage for a little bit. I have a lot of people who actually say that's not what you have to do right now. Mm. You have to read everything. You have to be involved so that you feel something and do something about it. Okay. I do not agree. What if you can balance those two things? That's what I mean. I personally, if I inundated myself with news and caring and doing the amount of powerlessness I would feel would make me uh, in a trauma state. It would shut me down. It would make me feel hopeless. And I wouldn't feel confident to do anything. If I put myself out, that's why I've been going out to nature every day lately to remember something's bigger to be connected, I'm going to have more energy and love and inspiration yeah. to move and take action and to care about people. Yeah, there's that's, a lot of... That's me. Some people need to... Every single person is going to be a Put themselves in different. there and... I don't know. Some people might say my way is ignorant and you're not doing your responsibility. Privilege. Oh, it's privilege, yeah. but... I'm going to utilize that privilege yeah, to thing. help people. What are you going to do? Like, like sit at home and divide? Well, I'm not going to use my privilege. And like my job, I work with people mostly white like high income families, 
those are the people creating the harm. So I'm going to use my energy to help the them trauma. become more empathetic and open and connected and resp- responsible. Yeah. So no, that makes a lot of sense. There's a big like joke in like, I don't know, I've heard comedians say it, I've heard people say it. it's like, why do people go camping? So we're like de-evolution, like we're going, like we're making ourselves like we, we built houses and we built technology. That's what it's we've like, been meant that's to do. I think... I think we're in an identity crisis as a species. I have a hard time with any like absolute now because I think every gener- like every Our decade has, has gone this. That. I think every I know it's seen it every I've seen so many examples. And, and we like, even haven't in, like been a society for that long. I saw this. That's true, especially in terms of the universe. <laughs> I know <laughs> but I, nothing, but I saw this like um, there was this post that someone made like. Well, if someone, that beautiful song uh, by, um, what's his name, uh, Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, what a beautiful mm. world, right? Mm. And What a wonderful world. What a wonderful world. world. And if he was alive today, you couldn't write that. <gasps> it's a fucking man in the 60s, a black man in the 60s. Ooh. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If there was like a guy, who, a black guy who died in the 60s came here, he'd be like, what a wonderful world. Like, I, this is yeah, amazing. So it's yeah. hard to keep that in perspective. No, there's a and lot of negativity. You don't want to get, it's just always like, this is the worst time to be alive. I always hear that. And I, I push back really? on that in so many ways. I just feel that a lot, a lot where it's like, we're in this I think absolute, it's just hard and it's people part of evolution. are uncomfortable. And like, we need to be a little uncomfortable in order yeah. to evolve. Yes, like, I agree. how do you think that freaking, I don't know, science, um, yeah, that, uh, microscopic amoeba turned into a human you think that was fucking easy yeah, like no it was not. years and millennia of strife and struggle it's so physically crazy. we don't have to yeah. do that as much anymore so we're doing it emotionally i think we can handle it yeah and as much shit and as, if not go to therapy that's what therapy's meant for it helps to help yeah. you handle it as much shit as i'm talking about humans we're talking i am blown away by the people who aren't checking their facebook notifications every day and instead are working tirelessly to explore the light years and light years of space realizing that it's in the like it's in the core of human existence to expand and grow and learn right there's a pretty popular opinion that since the world is so messed up now we shouldn't put any resources into exploring space because let's be honest it's extremely expensive to get that photo i've heard that i've I've wondered that i couldn't disagree more i don't think because if we maybe we find more and more things we'll figure out more about life and consciousness and that can help people maybe wake up a little bit i don't know i just think it's in the core of humanity to Explore. explore to like find new frontiers and to look there just has to be like life somewhere else, right? Looking at that picture, I've also been into dinosaurs lately, as you know. Um, yeah, and that's I like that pretty. But it's also pretty like like um, it goes back to what we were saying before. The fact that George Washington had no idea there was yeah. dinosaurs, and think about how different life is, even with that. You have no concept of dinosaurs, so unless you're given new information like the space things you don't there's no growing we don't and that's it just helps you understand that we don't know anything well it also adds to the argument of like when the constitution was yeah made they didn't know the dinosaurs they didn't know <laughs> like just that so sentence like the in general. lack of awareness of wor- the world and life like yeah how life works there is a now disgraced human nature yeah now disgraced personality with some used to have a lot of value joe rogan had a famous joke on the stand-up joke where like you idiots are still using this document like yeah. even in 1776 they would have said well in 200 years this is going to change obviously but most people and again probably on their, for their selfish reasons no we have have to listen it's to the a safety. It's a comfort and safety thing. Yes. I really feel like it's all I mean, comfort and safety control. The and that's what like the pandemic and everything's been kicking up is like, oh nope, guys, like you still have a problem with uncertainty. Oh my <laughs> you God. all you're need to remember like, like how or like test yourself and how you're gonna trust 
that you can get through things even if you don't have the answers. Yeah. And that's what I've always felt like politics, like going to a set of rules or mm-hmm. religion or this is yeah. how things are supposed to be is a way to feel a sense of power and control over ultimately an uncertain life. Absolutely. There's no sense. There's no so when we about when it. we grip too hard and take start taking things away, it's all about power and, because we feel powerless. Yes, and I don't want to say this is one side because if you think about it, like you say you're religious, say you're atheist. Atheist is a form of control too. Well, we can't prove it through science, so it doesn't exist. Anything that you believe <laughs> any without any openness that your belief might not be it, I think is a problem. Yeah, what is that? There's that quote. It's like the world sucks because. Dumb people are so sure of themselves and wise people are so full of doubt. I've heard that mm. so much, so much. And there's been people who I've talked to about just like being like, man, there's nothing I can believe with 100% certainty. And it's hard for some people, even the good friends that I have where it's like, um, no, I have to do this and not have doubts about it because it'll hurt me in some way. But for me, I'm just so, and it probably fucks me up too sometimes to have maybe question too much at yeah, times. I was going to say, and then you get to the other side, which is like, a total feeling of ungroundedness and what is my purpose and I don't feel like I actually have a place and that can be I mean in this like existential abyss of like what the fuck is yeah. like even the point you know yeah, you need a, ba- a balance you, of both such like, a balance. what are my values what do I believe in my experience and how can I hold them loosely it's so much easier I feel like and this is a weird sentence to say but even back in the day when you only had to worry about how are you going to get the food? How you're going to survive? How you're going to survive? Like when we say camping, you like I feel so mentally clear after camping, oh my God. even though I had to stress about things about like I don't know, I'm dirty, I'm this, I'm that, where I'm not. Do I have enough? My mind's safe. always like, do we have enough food? Do we Water. have a place yeah. that's reserved? Is this, yeah, are we going to get stuck on our hike? Do we have enough time to get back to the bus? Has happened to yeah. me a couple of times, but just having that. Unfortunately, since we are so safe and privileged, it's easy to get caught up in your own head about all these existential things right and again I it's want... all false false illusions of uh, uh control and yeah, comfort that's what it really all our whole personalities are based on the fact and that we, we just have don't no trust control. that we'll be able to handle it yeah. and i think we're a lot more resilient than that and yeah a couple more things on dinosaurs because i've been on a fucking kick lace recently yeah, dinosaurs are insane when i was a kid maybe because i when i was a kid i just learned about dinosaurs kids, so they're no, just like kids come in here and tell me these names of dinosaurs. I'm like, how the fuck do you know yeah. so much about dinosaurs? But my brain didn't go to a deep place when I was a kid. So it's like, oh, they're dinosaurs. There were dinosaurs. Okay, cool. And it, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I Until thought about I like that they pot. died. I, it terrified me. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't I really. I thought that was going to happen. Huh? I guess just the fact that I kind of just was like, I don't know, there's dinosaurs. And yeah, they always exist. And why would I question that? Like, it's like, I read about it. It's amazing. But now I've been learning more about it with a deeper, maybe understanding of, or just a deeper brain in general and it's just crazy so they were they roamed the earth for 165 million years do you know how long humans have been around 300,000 years that's <laughs> nothing this isn't a human planet this is a dinosaur planet yeah. humans are living on a dinosaur planet until we get to 166 million oh years God. that's crazy it's it seems, so hard to even comprehend it, it is, i don't think we'll get to 166 million years either as humans it seems like a statistical impossibility as i sit here in 99 degree weather in colorado mm. Sad. Any other thoughts on space uh, or dinosaurs, Jamie? These are dinosaurs. Well, I didn't know dinosaurs <laughs> like had feathers, which is wild. Yeah, that's been a um, yeah, hot topic. And there was something about like when the asteroid hit that went, like I always thought the asteroid hit and it was just boom, dead. Ugh, but it was nope. years yeah. of 
like Pain. slow t- yeah absolutely death that i was like damn that's yeah. all right yeah it's wild that's a little yeah. uh I didn't like that. The Apple, the Apple TV Plus <laughs> yeah, it's um, Apple TV documentary Plus. is really good. Uh, David Attenborough. It, yeah, CGI's up until you is can it also get views. Attenborough. Um, and it's just, it gives you, it's just cool to see what they would look like. I don't know. There's some like of those like mating texts that I was like, how can they know the mating text? That's what I was wondering too. How yeah. do they even know like the, where the, And that just goes to that. show as there are people who I'm so getting mad at for <laughs> sitting home and just checking their Instagram notifications. There's people out there who still care We're really and still want to shit. progress the light and kind of oh, put themselves down. And maybe we can give a little PSA to like go watch some like documentaries about whales because whales are like yeah incredible i mean the dinosaurs of now the ocean they're just there's there wasn't any i don't think there was a bigger mount there wasn't a bigger dinosaur than the blue whale i think that's literally the biggest thing yeah the um disney plus has like a four-part series directed by james cameron who did titanic and avatar and it's like four different types of whales it's so good yeah i can imagine yeah it's like here's a plug to like watch the bachelorette and then like watch a nature documentary afterwards or like the cosmos or like something that's like i don't know gets you more in touch with like life as we know it that would i think that would help society overall and maybe help you just learn a little bit more to where we focus on the right things who am i to say what the right things are you gotta figure that out for yourself yep but lastly before we move on my favorite facts on dinosaurs is time perspective uh between okay so there's less time that has gone between us and the tyrannosaurus rex than there were time between the tyrannosaurus rex and the stegosaurus so there was more time in between the extinction of the Stegosaurus and the birth of the T-Rex was bigger than the extinction of the T-Rex and the birth of the first known human. Oh Isn't that wild? T-Rexes well, did not. So do you know, do you have any um, numbers? No, I didn't. I didn't write down the numbers. For like that. you I don't just, know I've how long it's been since the dinosaurs were extinct? Oh, 65 million years. But in, but but they were they were around for 165 million years. So everyone thinks like all the dinosaurs lived together. No, they extreme like species of dinosaurs lived and died in between the time. And also the last one, I loved how Tyrannosaurus rex was like incredible swimmers. That was the coolest uh, thing ever. Oh, it was insane! Yeah, <laughs> that, that first swimming it's the first the fucking, scene. It's the first scene. Yeah, it's the first in that scene episode Apple on Talk. Apple TV Plus. I was like, what? Are we gonna get sponsored by Apple TV? <laughs> that was crazy. That was just so. I know. So I gotta cool. watch the next. Episode. And again, it just I had an emotional response to. It, it is I the if you want to look up the philosophized podcast that I also have oh, yeah. on here, we do the Allegory of the Cave, which is just basically stated Plato's thought and that you know back when Plato's was just forever ago that you're until you're presented with new evidence, you don't know anything. And I think it's just mm. good to remember, and we only have a very small view of what the world is. So anyone who's so certain or so I'm sure of this. I'm bummed of this. It's like really annoying. Just, yeah, check yourself. Just just have an open mind. I think would make the world just like a better explain place. to me so how, how we there? exist. See, the problem with, like, podcasts like this where we think that we're, like, I, I would call woke. I hate that word now. But it's just understanding that we don't know anything. The people who need this the most would never be listening to it in the I first know. place. And that's the most um, disrupting uh, part of my brain. But anyway. Sad. So if anyone's tuning in for their first time and expected a simple breakdown of The Bachelor, <laughs> do you think they've turned it off by now? No, we're so interesting. <laughs> they Okay, I know you didn't want to say it, but I have to. I need your a couple of your paints. We're not going to spend much time on no, it. No, I can I get mad. Let's a, get mad. It's important right yeah, now. It's thought. just something that's really like just so crazy to me. I just wanted a couple of your thoughts. Well, sure. The subject I'd like to broach is Roe versus Wade. 
uh, which unless you've been over living under a rock, you know, was overturned recently, which again, the other day, it wasn't a surprise because we figured this out months ago. Uh, but it was shocking months ago when I figured out it was going to happen. And I'm wondering what your thoughts behind the psychology. I want to focus more on the psychology. Yes. I know it's no. going to make everyone angry and understand, but I'm always looking at that. Yep. I always want to, I always try to listen to everyone, everyone's side and understand it really get to the bare bones of it. So, because to me, I, it's hard for me to make, to get to the bare bones. It makes so little sense. Okay. So I can get to the place where if you believe in your heart of hearts that abortion is wrong and that a life begins at conception, I won't shame you for that opinion. No. I can understand that. Where my real confusion comes in is when people try to make decisions for others. Mm-hmm. That's like if you're pro-life, yeah, just make power. that decision for yourself, right? It has nothing to do with No, it's so much bigger than the power. small thing that people think, no, it's just about saving babies. It's no, not no, no, it no, can't no. be about if, that. And it's all those things you're seeing. If it's about saving babies, then we would have health care for everybody, maternity leave for everybody. Yeah. Like we would be taking care of our babies. We wouldn't have any babies in the foster care. Yeah. Nobody would be starving. Nobody it's, would yeah, be in it's poverty. Like once they become it's, life, it's a no hypocritical one gives a shit statement. Once they it's, get born. Exactly. It's an absolutely <laughs> hypocritical statement. And so for me, there's a lot of privilege. And when you get to that point, like a Supreme Court judge does, or people in politics do. You are constantly being fed that your opinion is right. Your opinion is right. Mm-hmm. And you're not really seeing, like, I always say this, yeah, I'm, on I'm on the field, yeah. right? Like I'm in the field, on the ground, in life. And I don't think those people are really in you're right. a real version of life. Yeah. So I really feel like they're so ignorant and shut down to the reality of other people's suffering and struggle and you know, of finances and day to day that they just really don't understand or have the empathy. Also feel like they're stunted on terms of empathy. Um, yeah. To be even Which again, able to at a understand. weird level, it's almost not their fault. And I don't want to even go there in a way. Like, no, just well, because I, way... I never think I am always blaming parents and then you can blame the parents of parents, those parents, parents and parents, the parents, parents of those parents. Yep. And so it's like, well, who really, what's the, really the problem? And I'm I'm going way back here. This has it's been hard. my theory I know. for a it's while. It's hard to discuss this like in a short amount of time. My theory for a while has been the trauma that our people who founded this country went through. It got so bad living in this one place that we had to rebel and leave and get disease and die and have people struggle to go to a whole new world and build a whole new society. Mm-hmm. And we went through so much of that trauma. So much to the point where we committed extreme atrocities yeah. against in the name other like, human no beings. No one's doing that thinking they're doing something in wrong. In the name of survival or like their own, they're acting out of trauma. And then now we commit this incredible trauma and we have done so much to not own what we did. We Like that's in all of our lineage. Our lineage. That's We have generational trauma. The shame is so big. The, the guilt is so big. That there's the psychological things that really do make us unaware of how we're continuing to do the harmful thing. Yeah. Because it would feel too, this is the white guilt. Too painful. Too painful. To look at the truth. To be able to really own and like own that shadow part of us. Racism has a lot. Yes. All of these things that are, we're all coming to Mm -hmm. light for a lot of us that have been known for a lot of populations that are now becoming known for white people. And go figure like most of the people making this decision around women's bodies are white 
affluent men. And women. There's women. <laughs> there in the was Supreme women Court. as well. Yes. Justice. And That's, there was a, a person of color, but it, the, yeah, you don't want to get it tied down on that. But so it, I think it's a lot about. I think they see the way the world is going. Society is kind of pushing back and going yeah. to woke, woke and they're yeah. being seen as the evil people. Yes. And like you said, and like I'm going to say, they're not generally, maybe not evil people because I don't think people are inherently evil. The actions that they do are evil. So like you said, I agree. it's much harder to accept, oh my God, I was wrong for 60 fucking years. Yeah. I was wrong all this time. Yes. It's easier to double down. Yes. And so what they're doing, so this seems like an act of control. Yeah. An act of like. I'm right, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm right, yeah, right? I'm going I'm to okay, heaven. Right? I'm going I'm to okay, the kingdom right? of heaven. Yeah. That's what I was told my whole entire I'm life. Vomit. I want to vomit. So yeah. Think, and it's, I've, I even heard a theory about like some people believe the reason why things like climate change or like economics or like why the world or COVID, all this bad stuff is happening is because of that we're killing life. Okay. That's like extremist yeah, that seems extreme. version. So their, their thing is like, if we save life, we'll be rewarded by, like we're all sinning by yeah. doing this and God is punishing everybody. Mm. So like you bad people need to stop. And it's like, okay, well you can't, first of all, you can't give us that much control. Yeah. <laughs> Second I think, of all, yeah, why aren't we blaming God instead of blaming us? Yeah. You know? My thing goes more to like the fire keeps burning. The fire doesn't <laughs> care. I don't think about human issues. So my thought on this is extreme too on climate change is that there's simply it's not emotional. It's there's just too many people. There's too many. Oh my too, god! I think there's, it's overpopulated. The other thing with abortion, there's too fucking set. many of us. Right. So like, like we can't fit everything. Yeah. We actually need less people on Earth. We so do. if somebody perceives they cannot bring a child into this world because that child will be also that child that comes into the world and is malnourished, neglected yeah, and all that is going to become somebody who goes and shoots up a fucking school. So like we need to just like, not like we need to trust if people don't think they can be parents, we need to fucking trust them. I totally and agree. all those people are like, we'll adopt your child. Go fuck yourself. There's a million it's foster about, kids it's and adoptions that. and it's so hard to adopt and it's just bullshit. Like, yeah. ugh. no, I think that I've it, read no, it, and it, that's the thing. It's, illogical and unreasonable yeah it's 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 and it's terrifying it's terrifying it is very scary especially as a woman it's like what the actual fuck and i don't think i'm being dramatic when i have been feeling like the handmaid's tale is really not that far of a stretch no i don't think so i think there's a lot of parallels so then i guess the only solution i would have is to just keep educating like the kids and the gender future gender because these people are going to die off they're going to die and there's still a lot of um, I don't even know what to call them because I don't want to loop them all in in, the, like a, in a party of political, like just like, I guess just extremists or something, whatever. There's going to be less of them, hopefully. And you just <laughs> have to hope eventually like the younger people are just because we have all this new information, you'll be able to see videos of on the ground in Ukraine and you're able yeah. to like see it where even in the 40s and 50s the people who were the most fucked up were the only ones who went to war and experienced it themselves where the yeah. people back here went into political office and, and different things so they didn't see it so it's not as extreme so maybe the more access we have and the more information the less like proud we are as a country like we're all one like every country I think country... we all need to get better at knowing how to handle our fear because power and control yeah. is one of the number one things we do to deal with fear. And one of the main reasons we are fearful and stay in fear and work from fear is because we want to avoid sadness. Mm. And so ultimately, and this is my bias because it's my job, I really do believe if we give more people the skills to be able to cope with 
sadness, anger, and fear and accept that and know how to handle that in a regulated way. We won't need to take power and control over. We won't need to blame and not take responsibility. And we won't need to do all this stuff to distract and avoid feeling our negative feelings. And it's probably a lot easier for me to say this as a man. It's, I think there just needs to be, and this is even hard for me as a man, it's hard. We almost need to give the Supreme Court's guys empathy as well. Because like you said, if you shame them, they're going to triple down. They're going to quadruple down. And of course... You're so right People to feel so anger defensive. and you're so right to feel scared and, and everything well, that you feel. You want to fight. We you want to fight, fight back. And the way we're fighting also is in a derogatory way towards other people. And like, that's not really going to get through to anybody. It's it not like, I read something not. that's like, if you are going to argue with somebody who you know from the first minute of conversation isn't going to change their mind, yeah. don't argue with them. No, There's no fucking point. Famous, famous, I forget the mind, but Aristotle, if you argue with the fool, you lose every single time. Yeah, it's more no like... I, I've never been, and I really appreciate those people who do have that fighting spirit. I do think I I like to have a little bit of that. My way is more like we need to understand, hear these people, and then also like model what we want from them. Like yeah. we want to feel heard, but it's also like when you're in a position of power, and, uh, what's your what's the per, what's yeah, the I benefit know. of I know. doing that? But like when something popped up for me before when you said giving the kids these tools to deal with their sadness. These people didn't have that. There no. wasn't even information. And this isn't that something that, that just important. kids can do. This is something everybody can do. But it's I've a done, lot harder as it if is you harder. are stuck as a Supreme Court justice. You're oh, not yeah, going yeah. to do this, sure. I don't think. So I just think you're right. It, Should just, I run for president? It's going to take longer. <laughs> and the, the things that I think that you can focus on is educating the youth because they, I don't want to say they're a lost cause, but no, they're no. kind of I, a lost cause in a little bit of a way. The old, just older, older, older people yeah. who are stuck in their views. Like you said, you're arguing with someone who's literally, there's zero, the smartest person in the world. There's 65 you years saw of brain pathways that are telling them this was right, this is right, this is right, this is right. Exactly. And we're expecting like a change overnight to like have a new pathway that says, oh, look at this other way. Yeah. It, it is quite impossible. It's so, just so, I mean, that's why I got into the job that I did. I was like surrounded by all these people talking about how their relationships suffer, their life suffers because of their childhood trauma. And I'm like, oh, well, let's just... Try to fix that at the ground level. Well, yeah, let's get in on the ground floor here yeah. and, like, prevent that yeah. from happening. and that's very new information. It is. It's really great. It's, childhood trauma is coming. It's, it's, it's a great time no for childhood No one wants to trauma. hear it, but I think patience is the best thing yeah. we can do. I just think patience and making sure that we give kids our values ways need, to deal with their Our emotions. values need to shift mm-hmm. to, like, valuing mental health yeah because a lot of this is coming out in my opinion is a mental health issue sure and there we like even 20 years ago there was and like by mental health i don't mean you have to have a mental illness in order to create harm like you it's a lack of awareness in your mental state yeah. and a lack of lack like of mental awareness hygiene. is the best way to say it because yes. you only have this one view and it's easier again with the internet the world has become so small and it's easier to see people how people live different lives i mm-hmm. think that i don't know if it's 100 true that's my go back to opinion your your philosophy on like and this has been mine where can there be more love yeah and that's what the show's supposed to be about because uh, love seems like it's just the answer as we said in the first love. It just seems like the obvious thing. So whether you find it with a child's heart or in the eyes of the villain on The Bachelor. Wait, isn't this a song from Muppet Christmas Carol? Um, Uh, Yeah, yeah. What is that one? It's, uh, what is, how's it go? 
Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What is the name the of that song? The Grateful Heart. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grateful Heart. It's just it's hard when you've had that had your life be you know in your terms. Put a sample terms. of that in there. Yeah, and then we'll throw it in there. It's just um, it's it's I don't know. I think we've went enough on what we can talk about. <laughs> we can say it. I know. It. I'm like I'm sitting it's here. I'm like, wait, outrage. we have to do the Bachelor. And I'm always trying to think like the smartest way. To, work smarter, not harder on changing things. Yes. I'm trying to think, okay, what's the smartest thing I can do to change this uh, that overturn back? But unfortunately, like, as far as intelligence, these people are intelligent. This was a long time coming. They had this plan for a long time to overturn, to stick it to the Democrats or whatever the fuck they're doing. They're so mad at us. Yeah, they're very angry because their worldview is getting changed and they haven't been weird. And I think that, again, shaming them isn't super productive, but I don't blame anyone at all because, of course, it's no. going to bring up a scary, emotional time for everyone. So I'm Well, not- I actually think it's the work of us, like white, privileged folks who are more liberal it's like our job to do the empathizing whereas like people who are actually getting like who are literally feeling like receiving violence and um all of that like i'm totally down for them shaming and being angry yeah Okay. No, I just, again, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't after all that say that I know the answer. I certainly I fucking have no idea, but I'm just going to try my best to just do what I can now do. Now I'm wondering, like, okay, how's anybody left us now? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. People who listen to this probably are a little more interested and maybe screaming. You ever have that on a podcast where you're listening? It sounds like a conversation that you want to jump in on. That's me all the time. Oh, podcast, I, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, Dax Shepard really wants to hear what I have to say about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no way you wouldn't <laughs> want to hear everything I have to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Obviously. So, all right. Well, anything else before we <laughs> move on to as our first segment back in the office? Well, I mean, I think it's important. It's like a picture of what is going on currently in the world and talk about balance. Now we're about to talk about this ridiculous show in a lighthearted way. Take yeah. it with a grain of salt yeah. and just get, you know, have our little bit of distraction in this mm-hmm. world that is so crazy. Full of distractions in, in other ways, unfortunately. Well, there's so. some great psychology here, so let's yeah. That's where we go. Alright, so uh, we're going to do a first commercial break, and when we come back, we'll go over the intro uh, to our first episode of <laughs> 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 the thankful heart, with an endless joy, with a growing family, every girl and boy will be nephew and niece to me. Nephew and niece to me. We'll bring love, hope, and peace to me. And every night will end And every day will start With a grateful prayer And a thankful heart With an open smile And with open doors I will bid you welcome What is mine is yours With a glass raised To toast your health With a glass raised To toast your health And a promise To share the wealth Promise to share the wealth I will sail a friendly course File a friendly charm on a sea of love and a thankful heart Life is like a journey Who knows when it ends Yes, and if you need to know The measure of a man You simply count his friends Stop and look around you you see is born again each day don't let it slip away how precious life can be with a thankful heart 
heart that is wide awake I do make this promise every breath I take Will be used now to sing your praise Used now to sing your praise And to beg you to share my day That even if we part, I'll hold you close in a thankful heart. I will hold you close in a thankful heart. In a thankful heart. Okay, so a uh, pretty tame episode overall, as the intros of these shows usually this are. This is always my least favorite. Yeah, it's just it's like there's no nothing absolutely. Maybe that's why I'm even but I actually craving like this for drama. One. Drama. Actually, did you? I, I actually did. expected you to be like, well, that was boring, too. Um, but but that's. I good. think I really like the girls. That helps a lot. They're yeah. both very likable. I think I really like that. them. Like the last time I've liked a lead bachelorette. I mean, I like I like JoJo. I loved Caitlyn, and they have like Caitlyn vibes, or Gabby does. Well, this will be perfect because I'm going to say what I want to say first and foremost is that I haven't seen the full season of The Bachelor since our beloved Katie last year. I love Katie. I, oh I she's Katie. probably my favorite person from the franchise overall. She got a lot of hate after her season. People still hate her, but I thought she was pretty authentic, and producers didn't like her because of that. I don't think I would be able to be friends with her. I'm surprised. I mean, we'd have to give her a chance. She lives in San Diego. I. I <laughs> Katie, if you want a chance, like I feel totally like she give would be cool. I really do. I, I think she's a little, still a little bit more real yeah, than the yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm um, working on how to make more friends, so maybe she. Really <laughs> <liked it. laughs> um, but her and Blake did not make it. Were you surprised no, by that at all? Um, no. Uh, I was, seem, actually, I think I was listen, a little surprised at how quick it happened. If we listen back to our episodes, I think we're I like was more they surprised match. that she started dating. That's the crazy the John, guy John Hershey squirts. Who, <laughs> He looks like he's already at work. I robot. He looks um, like. That's yeah. what I said And then the they re- they broke up recently. Yeah. So. No, again, it's uh, time and time again, this proves that it's not a great way to find a husband or wife. I've said before, it's a good way to find a partner. Good way to, to find yourself. Well, yeah, if you really want to get that woke about, I agree too. But I don't what think you want, what you don't that. want in a relationship. Yeah, that's, that's big. Or just like I always said, like if this was like, okay, now we're going to start a relationship, it would be perfect. Not now we're going to be oh, super committed think, to each other. I think they should take away the whole engagement. Yeah, it's just for, for drama or Yeah, whatever. you have to have it. Um, no, I wasn't super surprised that they broke up again like anyone else breaking up. Um, like you said, there was the weird part that he, she got with that John guy. It just didn't seem to match. They didn't really have much uh, in common on the show. And he was only around for an episode or two. Yeah. But yeah, again, there's... Uh, there Which was goes a... to show it's not always about first impressions. Like you no. have to get to know everybody. Yeah, newsflash. <laughs> All right, let's talk no, about this episode. Well, I, I, we got to retract a little bit. Let me retract. Michelle's season, we missed. I didn't, I I didn't, didn't see it. it. I'd seen boring. I didn't watch it again either. So Michelle, again, beautiful. But her and her guy broke up as well. Um, and then this is important. We have to t- touch oh, yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah. This is Clayton's season. Yes. Which is where our two bachelorettes, Gabby and Rachel, I, come from. Yeah. So I think I watched the first two episodes. I think I watched four overall. And I remember really liking Rachel. And it was because I thought she was hot. And it's usually whatever girl I want to be, I wish I was like. Yeah, she's attractive. Is like who I like. Yeah, Or sure. maybe I feel most connected to. And yeah. I remember liking or being excited for her date. Yeah, but other than that, I have like no prior experience of them. Yeah. And I've only 
I didn't watch. I was thinking about watching like the last two episodes because apparently that's when everything kind of yes. went down. I heard about the did, crazy did finale, watch so I watched. That? It. Oh, you did. I watched the finale. Is there anything you and feel that's like when I, need I told to you know? I wanted to do a podcast because I fell in love with Gabby. Yeah. I was like, oh, this girl's like exactly what she's yeah. again. Authenticity is what I look for, and just um, <laughs> she's hilarious. A bit ditzy, hilarious, sweet, but, like, kind-hearted, and aware of it. Yeah, like she uses it. That's to her always advantage. been like. When, there's been, I guess, in, when you're when my brain was smaller and I was a little kid, we talk about, oh, we don't like ditzy girls, or because there was two types of ditzy girls in my opinion. There's ones who did it for attention, yeah, and then there's ones who were authentically ditzy and tried to like and just accept and embrace themselves. Yes. I was always attracted to that. One. Yes, the the women who are authentically ditzy hard place to get but um again tan gorgeous <laughs> we can nice put that lips. in my if i ever had to get single which god forbid we'll put that in my tinder profile what, was, what did i say authentically ditzy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually would make me swipe right on someone if someone said that all right so you said you watched a couple of clayton's i watched like three or four so i did get an idea yeah, i, I was thought, just like who is this fucking boring ass jabroni like yeah, this, there's they, no way this is gonna work out the was producers my like, nailed it he's so off yeah. On his radar, like this is Yeah, the producers found the right one yeah. to, to to at least offset. Yeah, thing. to kind of be able to make their puppet a little bit, I think. Well yeah, so, after Chris Harrison and everything, they needed people to buy buy it in. A little bit, yeah. And um so okay, so you said your first impressions of Ra- those are your first impressions you my of first Rachel impressions? and Gabby. And Rachel well, and Gabby. I have new impressions. Okay, let's well, yeah, let's hear them. Because I don't remember really Gabby at all. Mm. Um, and Rachel, I just, I think I saw like one date that she was on and it was, I don't even remember. Yeah. Do I buy that they're best friends? No. No. I don't Do think you? I don't. They're really they pushing really? that. I'm doing this with my best friend. I'm doing yeah, this with my best friend. Yeah. But like, I feel like a lot of people like my best friend, like, like I, growing um, up, like I even girls said to me, it's like, oh, you're my best friend. Oh, and true, it's like, true. there's two types of best friends. Or I was Joey Lacerda and there's no one else. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, you're my best friend. Just kind of like Fair. a saying. And I didn't think they were like saying, they weren't trying to make it deeper than, than they thought, you know? Um, yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. I guess. Yeah. I, um, you want to know my, impression? yeah. Your first impressions of just after watching this full episode, Oh, I, I, Gabby's like Jennifer Coolidge, like <laughs> humor. Like she has a little bit of the ah, voice and yeah, whatever. Very unique voice. And what unique, I like mannerisms I just, too. yeah. And I'm like, I don't like, I'm finding her more attractive. The more I see her. Sure. Like at first glance, I'm not like. Yeah. You're that's, she's not typical bachelorette sexy kind of like. Yes. On, like Rachel would be, you'd see Rachel on Instagram. Yes. Like, oh fuck. And, and then, Ra- Rachel's more like conventionally pretty that's why i was i like gabby more personality wise and she's become more of a beautiful person to me and like attractive to me because of her banter Mm. she's so quick with her humor you can see why i'm so attracted to her like the sarcasm's high she's confident in herself which i think i wish i had more of and then i also love how she's able to do the jokey thing and then when somebody named like you know, this is just kind of awkward. She's like, yes, it is awkward. Yeah, I was there. That, and yeah. like, isn't it weird that blah, 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 blah. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's providing that, like, what do they call? Like the third, like, oh, they call it some, the fourth. Wall. Wall. They're breaking, breaking the, wall. the fourth. Yeah. yeah a little like, way. Yeah. How she brings in like, yeah, isn't this weird? Yeah. Like, or she's really good at empathizing with the men. That took and, me a like, long time to realize, like, if you talk about the elephant in the room, it gets smaller. So much easier. And name it, like, it to tame it. Yeah, name it to tame it. Perfect. That's exactly, and she does that. And it's yes. a really, it's a really helpful Whereas thing. Whereas Rachel felt a little bit more, like, she I'm seems hosting, like that to me, I'm a little more pageant and, and I think, and I was wondering that, like, if as the leads of the show, 
Because both of them had to put on, like, had to almost make the men comfortable. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, they must be freaking out, too. But they're the hosts, kind of. So they have this power. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. We have, I'm going to start. We had the returning host, Jesse Palmer. We've never done a show. Okay, why do you hate him so much? fuck out of here. Why? Well, that's what I was like. He's a cisgender white male? No, he's fucking authentic. Like, it's, it's bad acting. And yeah, voice cadence tone is just like Chris Harrison. But he's not Chris Harrison. I think that's an important thing to. No, but then I was wondering: is it even possible to be interesting in this role? Good point. Yes. Well, like, can you even be interesting? Because are you being fed what you need to say? And they haven't and like, given the hosting jobs to people who aren't who are interesting a lot. I, I don't know. I, if it was me, I thought Tasha and Caitlin did a great job. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Maybe having two girls and then two girls is. Too I don't much. think they needed. Both, I think, do Tasha like yeah. have Tasha as just the host? Yeah, I the agree. Well, thing. you know, if I was gonna pick, it would be David Spade. I thought he was yeah. actually. I'm gonna do this. So I, I thought of my. I want you. To th- I'm gonna name mine. I want you to think of who your perfect host in the entire universe would be of the show. Mine first would be me. Second would be <laughs> David Spade, and then third Norm Macdonald. R.I.P. I think he'd be oh, perfect amount yeah. of dry humor for for this uh, show. I obviously want. Now I think what this is important to get into before you name yours. They're try. They need their main base of this show. Another reason why I don't like it is like Midwestern conservative. I know old women. So they were starting to lose it with. A Matt James is a, I, it sucks to say, but it's fucking true. This is where the show doesn't exist That's without why it's problematic. it. I'm not saying it's I'm not judging on it. I'm saying this is why it's happened. This is why we brought in Palmer. I don't think he's. I think I, he's a nothing. He's a, he's not great. He's not horrible. He's not. It's yeah, like that's Chris what Harrison I was. So yeah, boring yeah, that's fair. Completely inauthentic, fair. bad acting. Do you know what where he comes from? He was a great college football player, and his brother was an incredible. Yeah, and he was a NFL bachelor. player, and he was the bachelor. I forgot about that. Completely um, forgot about that. I don't know. I would like. Who would I like as a host? You don't want to answer? Um, Nothing comes to mind. You don't have many like famous, like favorite comedians or entertainers. I mean, all I listen to in terms of hosts is like Dax Shepard or Kristen Bell. I, I think like, they'd both be great. I think Dax would be good. I think Kristen Bell would be good she would be because fantastic. she's loved by a lot of people. She, she's like, she could say. Like, and she's funny. She could be like, tell sweet. fuck you. I'm glad your mom's dead and I would still love her. And emotional <laughs> yes. too. She and has I, all the so things. I think like that kind of energy would be fun. Yeah. That's a good pick. Kristen Bell's a really good pick, I think. Okay, so you informed me before we started recording that I was going to ask you if you were going to guess Gabby and Rachel's astrological signs, but you've already uh, looked them up. Yes. So I'm, I hope I have correct information. I have Gabby as a Capricorn Leo. Mm-hmm. Do you have their whole chart? Yeah. Uh, but And then I had Rachel. Here's Gabby. Okay, so what you're going to want to look at for relationships, you really do want to look at the whole chart and how it goes together, but the most important things are your sun, your moon, and your Venus sign, and then what house is your seventh house? Because yeah. that's the house of relationships. Do you want to? Absolutely. It? Okay. This is so perfect. Gabby, Capricorn sun, which is Earth. Capricorn's all about. Um, which and Leo moon is perfect for her. Because I was going to say she doesn't seem like it. I would have never guessed she's an Earth sign. Oh, on like first really? Instinct, yeah. yeah. No, the combination of Capricorn sun Leo moon is incredible, and she showcases that well because the Leo moon loves to be like center of attention, Mm -hmm. like loves to entertain and be around people, funny, like performance almost. And then the Capricorn is very like realistic, kind of gives no shit, very sarcastic sign. Like probably one of the most sarcastic signs. Um, And that combination for sure is like, uh, like you're, I'm settled in who I am. I'm funny, sarcastic, entertaining. 
Nice. Good. Um, Probably a and good... And can get highly emotional, especially, like, angry. A good sign mix for a bachelorette. And her Capricorn, her Venus is in Capricorn too, which means like she's probably really going to look for like not a boring love because her seventh house is in Libra, but like a um, steady, sure person to go with her. Like the the relationship needs to be consistent. Yeah, that makes sense. And Um, it's also the opposite of what Clayton was giving her too. Yes. (laughs) And then the seventh house in Libra... Um, which is the natural ruler of and that's that the house, house of relationships, house of relationships, which Libra naturally rules. So if like mm. a chart, like the seventh house is always ruled by Libra, but your natal chart, it will be different. Right. Like every house has it. Like I remember you saying Mercury Gemini yes. is the ruler. Like the this. reason is because Libra's number one priority above everything is relationship. Every, like really? I'm going to live for the sake of relationship, finding balance. It's the scales. Yes. I knew that. So like balance between parts. So she's also going to want to partner who um, she feels equal with. She mm. doesn't want to feel like she has the same amount of independence as they do. And let, like, there's a good balance. I think she exudes that in a, in a couple conversations so coming, coming, coming soon. Yeah. Somebody to balance with her. Okay. So what would be maybe off the top of your head? This is also a difficult. Like, a great match for a Capricorn. For Venus Leo. Capricorn and a Sun Capricorn. Hmm. I think she would be really good with a Sagittarius. Yeah. I think she would be good with Libra. Scorpio as well. Because Scorpio has a similar, like, dark humor mm-hmm. to them normally. Okay. Um, the only thing that would get annoying to her about Scorpios is that they're, like, too intense. Mm. Not light Yeah, enough. she seems very there light. There would need to be a lightness. Libra seems light to me. Would I be correct by saying that? Very floaty. Yeah. I've always liked like, Libras. Yeah, air sign um, or another earth sign for Capricorn. Okay, cool. So then we go to Rachel and she's a Pisces sun with a Libra moon. Oh, she's so sweet. Her chart is so loving. Really? Yeah, because she's Pisces sun, Libra moon, a Taurus, a Venus. She's got a lot of Pisces. Pisces and Mercury and Mars, Saturn. So she's just got a lot of Pisces okay. energy. Pisces Um, And she seems that way. She seems very well, emotional. I yeah, mean, there's that, that the scene, of her scene of her crying on the stairs, bawling her eyes out. And then Gabby's way of dealing with him is like him. putting him in his place. <laughs> it's so clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then her seventh house is in Sagittarius, which mm-hmm. is great. She's going to look for somebody who's adventurous, who's bold, who like is, can give her the truth. She doesn't want anything boring. Like Pisces can like really Clayton. can merge and like flow with any energy. Water. And so she's going to want, and they're very positive too. So she's going to want somebody who's positive. That's, she seems like that bubble, upbeat. like a bubble. Yeah. And the Taurus so Venus again is somebody who in love her, is her gonna, Venus is Taurus. Yes. Okay. She's going to show love by quality time, um, like sensuality. So like, making a meal for you or setting up like candles or a bath for you after a long day, like wanting to heal with you and like take care of you. Enjoy the pleasures. Venus really is a big, the planet Venus is a big influence in her chart, which is the planet of love. So it's a big influence in her chart. How do you know that? What do you like? How? Um, so Libra, Libra moon, Taurus, um, are very they're ruled by Venus, so they're the okay. So um, again, it's in it's at home. They're loving, uh, pleasure focused um, planets of healing and harmony and balance. And, so, and Libra is about harmony and balance, and um, Pisces is all about harmony and balance yeah. and like emotional and flowing. What's your Venus? Gemini. Gemini. So what do you think that means for you? Um, I need excitement, variability, flirting, curiosity, somebody who understands that I'm going to change my mind a lot. Okay. 
Interesting. And me and my lover. Good luck figuring me out. <laughs> well, Jim, <laughs> me and my lover both have a Leo in Venus. Is my that lover. Is that, <laughs> it's like that, uh, yeah, the, that skit with that's Will That's why you say that because we were in the, at the hot springs. Uh -oh. and we, I was talking about <laughs> that scene. Uh, for, it was so funny, funny that you say that. But is that a good thing? You want someone with a similar Venus? Or is she going to get mad when she hears this and say, you say, no, it's a horrible thing? Not Leo, because Leo loves love. Yes. So yes. if you have somebody else who loves oh, love, okay, you're okay. going to love love But together. it also is a selfish sign, isn't it? Can be. But if you're both selfish to each other, then it can work with it. Well, Leo, I mean, it's all about like really being clear about how you each want to give and receive love because it's not just what your Venus sign says. It's how you yeah. grew up too. Uh, obviously. You know, like we're all looking at all this and we have no idea really how what your love language is. Mm. But yeah, like Max's is in Leo and mine's in Gemini. And those are naturally make a square to one another. Mm -hmm. So there actually tends to be some conflict. Well, those are our sun signs. Me and, uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's. I mean, there's so many things that can be involved, and it's like, do you have somebody you flow well with, or somebody that you want to challenge you? Yeah, it really depends. Like opposites attract, or are you going to be too alike? Yes, I've always thought confusing. that because, like, my best friend is a Taurus, and I feel like I have a lot of Tauruses in my life, and I feel like you it have can... a Taurus rising. Yes, that's that also probably helps. So I always felt like we figured out a way to balance each other so perfectly. We yeah. were so fucking different in so many ways, being up in the air, being on the ground, and we found a way to just make it work so perfectly. So if you like this part of the conversation and podcast, you can go to our Astrology 101 to kind of figure yeah. out what these things mean. Because like, like Jamie was just making a very good point about, all these things are so non-concrete, and yes. it's like so hard to get there where it's like, okay, yes, I'm learning all these things, it's but intense. it's just a base and has like a lot to do with your upbringing and that's all being kind of shoved away. But these are just basics that I, I've come to believe yeah. a little bit more. Jamie's been I on think, for a while. Yeah. I think Rachel is going to be attracted to somebody. She makes a sensual yeah, what's a good Pisces? connection with her. Sensual. That's the Taurus okay. energy. Like somebody in Libra and Pisces are, I mean, I'm, the feelings I'm getting are like Aphrodite, like Venus in the shell. Like she's a very sensual, feminine woman. Mm. And she's going to want like maybe a classic romance of a man sweeping her off her feet. Ground, and like sh showing her that I've got you, I'll protect you, I'll love on you. Yeah. Like that energy. It does feel like Whereas Rachel Gabby like feels a little bit more. I want somebody to match. challenge me, to yeah. match me, and to have balance in my desire for like independence and um like my and my attitude yeah yeah that's good doesn't so, that feel similar to their energy absolutely though? i that's think that's so spot cool. on people will be like well you watch the episode and then you assumed all this but no i'm sorry that's not how it works if you <laughs> i don't know how it works. <laughs> but if you again go to our sure, uh, think that if you want. couple episodes ago astrology one-on-one -on -one, if you, you think that i bet you're an aquarius chart. yeah maybe <laughs> okay so another question for you how do you think i know we've already seen the episode but we haven't really got into it much how do you think it will be different with two bachelorettes versus one bachelorette? Oh, That's well, obviously the major difference in this. I mean, they're they're really playing up that right now it feels like a little confusing, but I think we can this, handle it, yeah. but they're playing up. It's going to get messy. It has I, to. It's going to, I mean, That's why they, they well, get to another choose reason. or deny a rose. Oh my goodness. That's why it's reminding me of Love Island, where everyone on Love Island, you're basically living with everybody and dating everybody. It's kind of paradise. Though. And you switch. Yeah, it's very yeah. paradise-like with like but you're trying to get into a relationship or else you could get kicked off the island yes 
I'm wondering how they're going to deal with the overlap. I think in one of the previews, it's like, well, the power shifted a little bit. Because usually when you're the lead, you got the it's power the power. whole time. Now but the, the men have a little bit of the power this time. And they're they're showcasing that a lot of men are going to reject Rachel. But there's a lot of men in this episode that go to Rachel and say, I came here for you. Yeah. So I don't know if they're producing it that way to show that she's going to get rejected a lot. They always tricks up their sleeves, those producers. I would... And I was thinking this, I would not want to go through The Bachelorette with somebody else. Okay. I would want to do it alone. Yeah. And have all the, pa- I would get way too insecure getting rejected that much. Mm. I think they're both going to go through quite a, a emotional experience of the rejection. Yeah, you're right. There, even even like though, you know, Katie did things. have rejection. Matt had rejection, if I yeah. really remember somebody True. went home too. Yeah. But not okay. as much. Yeah. I think this is more, no, this is more prone fun. to more Because it's rejection. not rejection, I'm going to leave. This isn't right for me. It's I want the other person. Who's here. And I'm going to fall in love with They're her while right in front you. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that's it's never the true. case. It's not true. But and you're going to, you're emotionally going to feel And I think way. the men were already talking about, a lot of the men are nervous. They were like, damn, I don't want to kiss both of them. And yeah. look like a skis ball or a player. Right. Look but, like a skis ball or a player. But you know they both, they all want to because that's the best way and to And I don't out. think they're a skis ball or a player for doing that. No, because you have to find out. say that. Exactly. You have to find out who you connect with more, which Logan, I think, is the one who brought up. Bad with the names this time. He was the one that brought up, you know, this is about us getting to know each other, too. And the guy, or, with, the and the guy with the hair. Yes. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Love chicks, but like, are, <laughs> they, are they okay? <laughs> and then the guy with the, the Max looking one, the Fabio looking one. Yeah. Um, um, Max and come on. He was like, well, this is also about seeing if I vibe with you. And that was the first time. I really heard that conversation yeah. be brought up. Oh, yeah. I think there's more of a conversation around the men having to decide yeah. who they like more. Yeah. Which and is I think actually... there's some men who are going to be sure, and I think there's going to be some men who are on the fence. Yeah. For me, it would be so easy. I can only really put myself in the shoes. Like, Gabby just floats yeah. all my... So if I didn't have a thing with Gabby, there's... I don't. I couldn't see myself going for Rachel after, where if there was one lead, mm-hmm. I might try to stick around and just see if something else happens just because I want to. I don't know. Right. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But yeah, true. we'll get to all of it. Um, so in the beginning, again, we, we get a scene where they're talking on the couch, asking each other about each other's types. And it's usual stuff, sense of humor, emotionally intelligent. But Gabby says after that or- ordeal with Clayton, she wants someone who can be decisive, which is no surprise. And I do feel like that it is a common want in men from the women I've been with recently, especially. I don't know if it's a biological thing. Like if you're dating a man, like women, I think overall are smarter. So like we said before, with intelligence comes some doubt and indecision. Yeah. So if you have a strong-willed, dumb man, just pick something and stick with it. I think that's attractive. Like again, I'm generalizing the fuck out of it, but I think that's something um, that hasn't super that hasn't really been articulated to me by people. But I think I've experienced um, it. I think oh, I think a lot about what she's talking about is I think a lot of women have experienced um, non-committed men. Yes, and that's what they God, mean by being so decide- they want somebody to want them yeah. and be sure about it and take the leap. And I think and men want that too. Yeah, I think men do want that too. But there's more of a societal thing where men can be a little bit more like, who do I want? Who do I want? Who do I want? Whereas women are like willing to give their whole self to and one biological. I know that word's becoming yes. less no, I agree. important. Evolutionarily. Yes. That's kind of how it worked out. Yeah. Um, and I think women are craving a little bit more from men of like, you need to commit to me in order for us to see if this will work. Yeah. Like if there's no you have to be all in. commitment, we're not ever going to see if this works and we won't develop trust. Or and I that's what Gabby was saying. On. She's like, yeah. I've had enough experiences with men to say, I do not trust any man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Um, she was funny when she said something yeah. like, yeah, I don't, I don't like men. Yeah. <laughs> and I was Just like, oh my up. God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Funny. Let's go over some of the men's first impression. Overall, I Wait, felt like, oh, good. If you got out of the limo. Yeah. What would you have said? Like, a, like, would do, or, to, to or, or done. Or done. Yeah. It would be really hard for me to answer it. Obviously right here, I'd want to take my time and really think about something because it's very important to me that I think, well, first of all, we've talked in our previous episodes about first impressions and how I'm not the greatest at them. So I want to make sure that I'm like, do a really good one. And it's my TV debut. So I think I'm thinking more about that than the women. There's so many awkward ones. I would just try to be, try to make it as much. Do you think you would get nervous? Oh, like, absolutely. So, like those nervous. men who like, you can tell like they're free. I wouldn't like, look like that because I've had experiences going on stage and stuff and understanding how to, how, how to make myself Maybe you look. would come off corny. I would probably, no, I would try super hard. That would be like the worst thing I could come off Or as. would you come off Every, too confident? I don't, I, I, I think. I want to know. I, I want to know too. I would love to, to put it out there. I did, I did I might have put you too apply, much pressure on or I did, it. I know, I would have been I perfect for the season. I would love Gabby, it would have been perfect. Mm. But either way, it would be, be a wreck. But I would want to do something like, I would be very, it would be a very clever. Yes. Like, like the guy who rapped, we'll get to him in a second. Like it was a horrible rap. I would do something maybe a, 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 a better version of that. He was so nervous too. I don't think I would, I would look, I would not look nervous. I would be nervous. I know how to not look nervous. So I'd be able to do that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It would take me a long time to decide what's probably way too long to decide on what to do. But I'd make sure that I want to make them feel really safe. It's really funny. Actually, I was watching yeah. with my lover who I guess oh, you were. and I was like, yeah, I think it would be really cool if I just leaned into the villain. And she got so angry. Oh. <laughs> she got so upset. You, like, we were, the episode was over like an hour after. She's like, you wouldn't really be a villain. On oh, television. Oh, I was very, sweet. very cute. But like, I just think again, because I couldn't, it would be so hard at first for me to take it very seriously yeah here's the thing how about like the guy did the fake accent i could totally oh, see myself yeah. doing that first of all is that possibly could something like this and yeah. just got me in the face and how did they get it one day and just, <laughs> and just try to fool everybody and then confessions i'd be like yeah i'm fucking with them or something something harmless like a yeah. harmless like prank a, a, yeah like a little joke but i'd also like i already knew from the season that i loved gabby yeah so i would probably do something to catch gabby's eye because i don't want to get to home it's a competition especially in the beginning Correct. so i think that's the best way too big of an answer you I can and gabby you. would make a great pair but you yeah. Feel like... yeah well plenty <laughs> time. all right so uh anyway here we go i thought okay. gabby's dress was amazing i thought they both looked yeah. extremely beautiful rachel's too but she's just not really my super type you, so it's well i also that. feel like gabby's just getting more talking time than rachel yeah but probably it might just be because gabby's more personality. About, yeah yeah i think so okay one thing i definitely noticed is how comfortable the leads seemed in comparison to old seasons. If you remember, Matt was like a nervous wreck. Katie was nervous. And I think my theory is that having someone yeah, else there. I know there's lots of benefits takes, to having. It's in the beginning at least. It other. takes away some of the pressure in any situation. And not even, even the bachelor. like after they walk away, you can be like, what do you think? You exactly. Know, like it can make you Otherwise, a bit more... it's just awkwardly standing there. Katie, for, I just remember I just being like awkwardly standing there. doesn't know what to say. doesn't know what to do with their arms. Yeah. This takes the pressure off. And then even in social situations, when there's like a third person, I always feel like that just takes a yeah, like there was the one guy who walked off. in and Gabby was like, that was great. Like yeah. said it to him, but I don't think she would have done that if there wasn't somebody right. else there. Totally. That changes the dynamic. Yeah. Okay. So first guy to get out of the limo, always important. I feel like, I think Brie was first on Matt's season. She made a long time. I don't remember Katie's, yes. but um, okay. It was Zach and I'm going to be tough with the names here. I, he didn't get much screen I time after that. Uh, he was no, a mixture of Willem Dafoe and Ethan Hawke, I wrote down. Um, he yeah, just was nervous and Nervous, boring. a bit robotic, like yeah. seemed a little bit too formal, but was very attractive. Yeah, he was cute. He's in tech from California. A lot of them are yeah, California. Which is, yeah, no, nothing boring super memorable. 
boring. He yeah. just said, I think he said, I'm going to go for a hug because I'm a hugger, which is a slightly annoying sentence Ew. to me. But it's true. People are huggers and non-huggers. Yeah. But, you know, that's just a very common, again, I'm trying to become there. a hugger. Yeah, no, I, I, it took me years. It was <laughs> I'm like, to for a while, like physical touch. Again. It was like mom and my partner until I was like 25. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. All right. Um, Which brings us to the next guy. Yeah, Jason. Jason, who's only in love with three people. Yeah, the Clayton drops start. Uh, he says oh. yeah, he's in love with his mom, his sister, and, and his, his dog, dog, which is nice. Again, boring, a little boring. But um, Gabby says he's her type, despite saying she yeah. doesn't have a type in an earlier scene. He was the guy I said, um, he's the guy in high school that gets so fucking wasted, he would fall asleep <laughs> in the middle of a sentence. Like, yeah, that's what he that's looked funny. like. Yeah, he'd get to very nervous. That he just would get fucked up. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait. Like, he's a little Jason, bit of an ex, like, I forgot, I didn't realize Jason drinks, and then all of a sudden he's just passed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, then we had, uh, was it Avin? Avin. Avin from San Diego. It's a cool name. Yeah. Avin. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't love 28, it. 28, so younger. Yeah, I didn't um, have anything no special about Family's values. important. He did. Oh, that's what he did. He talked to each... He said how important family was. And after watching, he, like, did individual sentences. Yes, brought up Gabby's grandpa. Was that Grandpa, him? yeah, who's... He's going to be a star for this season. Um, and then, you know, connected with Rachel and her dad. Like, I don't want to get on his bad side. And I actually really liked that. Yeah, it was intentional. Um, Again, if it's not funny, I don't like it. So we have two different opinions. Sure. I, I liked, from a psychological standpoint, I think he made a quick connection with them. And, like, showed yeah. them that they're each important in, like, a very humble way. Eye contact. Way. Yeah. It didn't feel hard to do in the beginning. too cheesy. It didn't, no. like, it wasn't a cheesy thing. It, it was, was more of a, like, hey, like, I'm trying to get to know you guys. Yeah. And he has that energy. So I actually, I think he's He might be go. around for a while. I think he's going to go far. Yeah. Then we had Jordan. He was 35, oh, yeah. a little old. I just yeah. wrote down I wasn't a fan of his face. He's from Florida. He's the guy who did the Boston stuff later, isn't no. he? He's not? I don't think so. No, 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 no. I he, did the, he did the ham- headphones. Yeah, he did the headphones. Hated it. Yeah, that was weird. Hated it. We both, yeah, I, I cringed a little bit. It no. was a little like, uh, I don't know, it's just something. The person without, like it was rejecting. It. it was the person without the headphones. You don't, you're not important. And also like, like I'm going to lie or something. Like I'm going to say this and say I love you and then put this on and say I love yeah, you like or this something is, like Yeah, that. this is what's going to go on yeah, later Yeah, it's going to be season. like, yeah, I didn't think that was a good, that was the worst move overall. The only thing I have about I don't remember his face, the guy Chris. Was that so? This is after Chris. after Jordan. Okay. They just did a bunch of quick yes. guys, but um, he's a mentality coach. And I'm yeah, what is that? Very curious about what that means. Yeah, it's because Carl was. We've talked about a motivational motivational speaker. speaker and we didn't like we don't. And I have a feeling fan. it's going to be Carl energy. Yeah, I get that. Um, Logan was the next big entrance. Did you have anybody else for um, you? Logan, was that the one with the chicks? Yes. Yeah, well, Mario was a big player. He just dances out oh, in the limo. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was an interesting... He just did a funny dance. I like that. Which had the good energy. I like Got a little nervous, but it was fine. Yeah, it's like, can we turn the nerves into, like, this is weird, this is, but it's exciting. Yeah, like, it's not party. afraid to, like, celebrate. look a little stupid, I yeah. think, is always a big, cool thing. Um, Kirk, I didn't like this one. He was the college football coach, and he's, oh. like, pumping them up, and I'm just, like... He's not super attractive to me, so I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work right now, uh, but he's trying his best. <laughs> then I had Logan. He was the guy who was holding the two chicks. I liked his vibe, but again, not the easiest to look at. No. Doesn't but matter. Then Doesn't they matter end up fully. Liking him. And I thought his vibe was good. I thought he had a good vibe. Clever. I so it at first it would have gotten me. I love small animals. Yeah. And I love little baby chicks. They, he and was I would have been obsessed with, them. with the chicks. 
The girls seemed a little bit well, more Well, Rachel like, ah. was comfortable. I yeah. thought Gabby had actually turned me off a tiny bit yeah. because she was, she was uncomfortable like, ah. with yeah. the chick. And it made me like Rachel a little bit more because she was like, oh, Yeah, I would have been like, it. I don't care who you are, but the chick is Yeah, they were so cute. And I didn't think I don't he find was, him attractive. Yeah, he's just not super And like, he's got attractive. a little bit like of a fuckboy energy. Okay, I didn't read that. We'll go, we'll go. Yeah, we'll see. Could you date someone that didn't like animals? No. Not me neither. Not even close. Move on. <laughs> All right. Then we met, met Quincy. I thought he was an attractive black man who got out of the limo and just goes, oh, shit. I think he looked at him and he went, shit. <laughs> really? And then he does the weird thing. I don't yep. think I've ever seen this before where he's like, I haven't had sex in a year or a half or whatever. And I think, I think some men think that's like a huge turn on to women. But oh. it's not. It's not. I think that's what he's doing. I think he's like, look at me. I'm so self-controlled. I think that's what I would have. Yeah, maybe and it's like, like that's not even like no, normalized. What like I wrote down was Gabby. Some of it for a while is totally fine. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's 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 just not. It's not the same yeah, yeah, age Gabby's anymore. Gabby is hilarious because she, she's like, oh well, that makes one of us. Which is again, my thought was like, it's not the '90s anymore. Like women are just we're known as just as sexual as yeah. men now. So it's not like it. He, it seemed like oh look at me like See, I'm such I, a I viewed it more as like. Because he said, I'm wanting to be intentional about this and you both are having to be so vulnerable with us. So I want to start this out with me being vulnerable about something to like even it out okay. and tell you this vulnerable thing about me Yeah, right off the bat. But I, I, I guess I, I guess I wouldn't view that as vulnerable, but who am I to put someone else in oh, vulnerable checks on it? Probably vulnerable. Yeah, man. totally. Yeah. Guy. Oh. Hayden? Yes. Leisure executive. I what want is that? Job. I don't know what it is, but it leisure sounds executive. great. I think I, I'm a leisure executive. I, have, I said that too. It's <laughs> like potato. one of my top values is leisure in my life. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, how do I get that job? Yeah, that's true. I um, don't know what that means. He, he was good, Southern boy. Attractive Josh Peck. Drake and Josh. Um, Anything? Yeah. <laughs> you have to look at this I picture think, again. is he the guy? Grocery store Joe lookalike. Yeah, sure. He looks a little like grocery store Joe. Okay, which great. we'll get to that commercial in a little bit. So if you saw the commercial with him and Serena, no. I was so happy. I don't. Well, <laughs> I don't have commercials. When no, I me neither. I just I watched it this morning as I was going through it again. Oh. I remember it coming up. The two girls are, are so obviously over Clayton. They don't want him oh, to yeah. be brought off at all. This is when like, they just want to move on. I don't fucking blame them. Of course, Clayton I don't think comments. there would be a chance that I would have brought up Clayton if I came out of the limo. But they all all of them do it because it's the easiest. It's so, yeah, it's so fruit. obvious. Yeah. But I think that was a lot of production. Yeah, you're probably right. And when they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm nervous. Here, say this about Clayton because we want to beat that fucking dead horse. Then we have Johnny. You said before you didn't remember it. I just thought he was too cool for school. Very nervous. Realtor who does the lame rap that you didn't remember. It wasn't no. good. It wasn't flowy. It wasn't cool. I thought he was attractive, though. So we'll see if we learn more about him in a little bit. Wait, John 26? I just wrote down Johnny. No, oh, he gets their names wrong. No, not yet. No, no, no. Because then we had the funny song about like Clayton sucks. And if that was the, do you remember the chorus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that was the only thing about Clayton, I would have loved it. But it was just at that point, it it was was too too much, much. but it was really funny. And I really laughed out loud. It was funny. And then well-dressed bow tie Alec comes out of the limo. Does the name Alec bring up any emotion for (laughs) you? Yeah, I wrote triggered. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I thought he was, again, he was really cute, dressed really well. But he's not going to be their type is no, my first he's instinct. He's, yeah, I just don't he's think. A, yeah. Kind of short. He, um, yeah, he just reminds me. He's a creative. I could see him and Rachel having, having a, a little bit of flirtation. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, like similar energies. Yeah. Like creative, essential. Uh, I've never, how do you feel about bow ties? I don't think I've ever worn one before. Mm, yeah, kind of, They're no kind thanks. of in style. I just love like a long, skinny tie. It's not really about, it's more about. How you carry yourself for me. Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah. You could wear anything and I'm like, oh. Totally. 
Okay, so then we have James. He came out with the giant meatball sub. <laughs> I hate meatballs, but that shit looks so good. I, I, I've been limiting I carbs in my sandwich. life. I've been limiting carbs, and like any sandwich now just looks like a naked hot yeah, chicken. I had to a me. great sandwich yesterday. That was so good. I'm going to ask you, surprised. what is your favorite kind of sandwich? The hard hitting. Love you know, the brain questions my go-to lately has been a turkey bacon club. Oh, and there's so good. rarely a time I've had that. Like, that's what I used to get at Sherbin's <laughs> almost every time. <laughs> yeah. Because they would do triple-decker, triangle-cut turkey bacon club. And it's the turkey that's like the, the roasted turkey. So it's not like the thin, slimy turkey. Roasted turkey. And I went to yes. Whole Foods yesterday and got that. And the bacon, chipotle aioli, like you gotta have tomato, lettuce. Do you like, know so where good. one of my favorite clubs are in Colorado? The Village Inn Cafe. Oh, that's right there. Oh, yeah? the, oh my god, it's so good. Club? Yeah, I've never been there yet. The crinkly fries. I gotta go there for breakfast. I love that. It's place. always so busy. Yeah, if I, I think chicken parm sub overall. There's nothing like yeah. a garlic you would get, bread, yeah, yeah. chicken parm sub, no breading if I can. So just chicken, mozzarella, red sauce. Mm. I've really always is, loved an Italian sub. Yeah, Italian subs are good. With the I shredded, just love shredded like sandwiches. iceberg lettuce. Yeah, that's really good. Oil and bin. No doubt about it. But James, yeah, he's young. He seems like a fuckboy to me. Like yeah. frat boy fuckboy. Yeah, we didn't get to know enough I, about I, him I yet. I think he disrespects women. Yeah, we're gonna find out. I think in the preview, uh, he, he looks like he, he looks like he slapped a few hoes. <laughs> in the preview, I think. No, he yeah, looks he like the type of guy. Who gets angry at women because they don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. You rejected me. So now now I'm angry. But again, that's strong for not knowing enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, Wait, that that was my second of dopamine to make myself feel better. better. It's good to just remind ourselves. Oh, the shoeless guy. Yes. I was like, he would have got me. Yeah. No, he's a physical therapist. Um, My favorite subtle intro I wrote down. Yeah. It's like with the bare feet. I I hate socks in general. If I could... Like, just do that not even as a gag. I'd walk around barefoot all. Like, I did that in Cape May. I think I just walked oh as because I busted that flip I, I walk around my office all the time without shoes. And yeah, I, a it's dad been a thing pointed for out. He was like, so now. you're pretty comfortable here in your new office. Yeah. I was like, is my shoeless Well, it's so, what was weird to me is it's become normalized in my life. Like, whether it's us hanging out, like, I, I not no shoes, shoes like, last year with Rebecca. Like, we took our shoes off yeah. during the wedding and walked around, like, all these things. So when they were all kind of talking about it. I was like, what? This is weird. Yeah, I forgot this was weird, but it is still. And it's, so my thing for this episode is I think we need to normalize barefoot being okay in I society. I think like hippies still get a really bad rep. Yeah. No, you're right. And I'm not, I don't like extreme hippies either, but just being barefoot isn't being a hippie. No, it's being I think smart. it's just good. He's I guess it's like being, himself. yeah, you know, this is an overwhelming I'm not situation. a shoe guy. So <laughs> I, I totally understand. Yeah. Uh, it was a subtle, it was a good move. Justin, it was a subtle, okay. a good subtle move. Um, by him um, okay then we had 23 year old the young Brendan in the full blue suit covering his face yeah what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was at least something funny to, to go about the 23 you remember that's the thing he doesn't have a shot I think because no. 23 on the show but again a lot of these people are auditioning for paradise and whatnot. T-Roby yeah, <laughs> very awkward magician Oof. I don't know if I've ever heard your thoughts on just magic overall. Are you a fan? Could you go see him? I love magic. Okay. I had a magician come to my birthday party. Oh, that I do year. remember that. Yeah. And I remember long that time almost. Ago. I had that magic You're wand little. for a long time. Yeah. I would love to it's go cool. see It's cool. It takes, the, people don't understand how long that takes to get really, really great at I that know. sleight of no, hand. No, he's definitely like a performer. Yeah. Too, um, too perform. It probably. was, you know, hmm. can you cut this out? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe on the spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah? Is that horrible to say? 
I think I mean again, spectrum means everyone. Anybody. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me if it's right or wrong, it's um, incorrect. You can put this in. I don't I, show my yeah, hu- well, show my I human error. Made, made, I think overall, I don't like. I guess I don't see the spectrum as being like a negative. Right? I'm looking at it as I don't want to be like, oh, this dude was too goofy or weird. Regard, I'm yeah. looking at it as like I'm trying to understand, like, is there a spectrum thing happening? So I that, can see like, so, like the thing about spectrum people closer to the middle of the spectrum, like, are really really great at things, right? Yeah. That they focus on. So to be a, I could never be a magician. There was a little bit of social awkwardness. Yeah, but that I'm picking. Always, up on. it also just happens naturally. I think just in the situation with two beautiful women in front yeah, of him, and when he's not a super good looking guy. Yeah. I just wish, I wish the magic, like he could have like come out eventually that he's a magician. You know, yeah. like we didn't have to come so yes. strong out of yeah. the Yeah, and he was, and he even says at one point when they're talking later, he's like, well, this isn't the Roby show. It's the Gabby and Rachel show. You got to remember, it's like, no one thought it was the Roby show, buddy. Exactly. But, <laughs> but it was funny. I thought that was... Yeah, and you could tell when he was first talking to them, like I think they showed him with them as the first interaction. Yeah. That they were like, uh, let's make yeah. this guy feel comfortable. We're not into Correct. It. And we'll get into that in a second because I have a, another theory on why that was. But um, okay, John. I don't know who that is. He came out incredibly nervous. Oh, this is the one that he messed up their names. names. Wrong. Yeah. And he's an English teacher, no, so I, I think that's funny that he got. Yeah, wrong. which is something you have to do every single year is remember names. But I can totally again just being people who aren't in these situations. Who, who the fuck is coming out? And just he being was so nervous. nervous. He was just like, "Oh, I hope I didn't fuck it up." Yeah. But like, could have. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't think they would and then make here the decisions he comes. on that. And we got Tino. Big player Tino. Yeah, comes in on a forklift. Um, what does the name Tino make you think of originally? Tino? I guess maybe you're still a little too young. What are you thinking? Tino Martinez, the first baseman from the Yankees. He's incredible. It's the mainstay I of our dad childhood. Have a friend named Tino? No. We were in a fantasy <laughs> football league, and his name was Tio. Oh, Tino. But Tino Martinez was like the. I know, was like T- a, I know okay, Tino okay. Martinez. I thought for sure that's the only Tino I know. His name I was didn't know short. Where you were going. I thought you were going to be like Tito from Rocket Power. And no, I was. I had a whole argument in my head to too, say that's wrong. Right, right, right. No, no. <laughs> I was already going to tell you're wrong before you're wrong. Um, but yeah, no, I thought Tino Martinez was short for Constantine. I wonder if that's also, if Tino's short for Constantine. I don't know. Attractive. He reminded me of like a Jersey construction Italian. Hello, guy, anybody honestly. construction. Will he was catch cute. My eye. Really? Very hot. I didn't like the tone of his voice, but maybe he was nervous. Yeah. It was, I'm thinking So you boring. both look forking gorgeous, which is um, good enough for me to be funny. Yeah, that's cute. And then Rachel's just like obsessed. Yeah, you could tell the hard emoji. And he's in emoji. a lot of the promos. Originally. Yeah, he's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. All right, then we had the, Fabio. maybe the most memorable intro. Yeah. Jacob comes and oiled up <laughs> on the horse. Long, beautiful hair I think and a it was nice my body. favorite. Wow, yeah, you like, that's your style. He was making fun of uh, himself a little bit. Yeah, he was, I guess. <laughs> I didn't like him during the conversation. Okay. I, I thought, I actually. He's thinking too much into, like, the logistics and the strategy of things. Mm, yeah. Um, And he just, he feels like a, like, he's a little chaotic. Okay. Um, but if I thought I, it was funny. I thought his body is beautiful. If I had a body like he's that, I would big, never have a shirt Sword on. tattoo on the side on a horse with long hair. It's I was sexy. like, Jesus. I thought maybe that was an outdated female fantasy but not you're not well i'm reading no, really. i'm literally i read so many fantasy romance novels that i was like oh yeah he's perfect <laughs> i was like oh okay everyone go home <laughs> yeah i was like wait a minute that's funny. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah we'll see the most how he looking there. guy, too. Yeah, that might have something to do with your attraction. But okay. So then we had Tyler. Do you see where he was from? Wildwood. Wildwood, New Jersey. I don't, it's our, my favorite beach. Um, we were at no more than yep. a month ago. I don't think I've actually met someone from Wildwood. Nope. I do remember my Facebook status during prom weekend, though. It was. Um, <laughs> Tell us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> are you from Wildwood? Because you make my wood go wide. <laughs> hey, you should have led with that. Ridiculous. Um, okay, anything on him before we move on? No. I don't think there was much. No. Colin does the lame. You familiar with this material? It's husband material. That was kind of oh hard my God, to watch. I that one out. Yeah, and then we had the twins. I am fascinated by twins. If you've heard uh, earlier. Uh, episodes i think they make me as existential as like the james webb photos do just i think it just doesn't seem right that two people should be like that like it's no, like their personality it yeah it freaks me out a tiny bit my lover recently said she decided she wanted twins whether i say yes or no like we have a power over it it thrills me and it scares me i would love it but it would scare me just because you know you, it's already... you cannot get away from comparison if you're a twin yeah that's what I, was, I think no that's the point i made it. was that like you can only focus your love on one if you no matter what you can't give the double amount of love you have in your soul so if i had one kid i would give them all my love if you had two at the same time it would be hard to and give them both like what i've noticed is if as babies one of them is more difficult than the other like the difficult mm. baby will cry and cry and cry and make the other cry and it yeah. sets up a whole complex right because they're basically one of how of like which baby you're mad it's just you take it would take a lot as a parent for me to love both of them in different ways yeah i don't want to I, no here, twins make me feel like catch life me is in a year when i'm pregnant with twins yeah you won't have a choice <laughs> i know is it genetic yeah like it, it's mostly it, genetic have, but it's okay i it don't could, think it, it could pop up we don't have especially if you do like ivf the chance of having well, twins are... I thought I read somebody like had twins on purpose. Well, even the Optimum. No, it's she... it's that the guesstimations thing where that woman uh, had yeah. like she had eight pairs of pairs twins, like triplets. two triplets. Yeah, fucking crazy. Yikes. I don't know. Um, yeah, so they... Uh, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into we didn't, that. I don't remember much from the intro. My favorite, um, well, one of my favorites was Spencer. Okay. I think his name was. Yeah. He brought out the, the chairs. chairs. That was a great idea. I wrote that. I loved idea. that. And they're like, oh, like you just brought out chairs for us to like relax. And yeah. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a long night. I and remember, like he looked really sweet. I remember Katie and in the AMA like, saying she was out there for like fucking six hours to like three in the morning or something yeah, like that. No so thanks. that's a great, because you're going to, whether he says anything or not, that's an instant. Like they're going to remember that. Yes. I, always, I agree. Like, there's Gabby no, liked him. Yeah. We skipped over Termaine. Was the, it said crypto guy, which was his description. I always love the oh. descriptions. And he does the awkward, like, mic drop thing where he just oh. doesn't really, he was nervous. He just, like, looks her in the eye. It was and very she's awkward. like, mic drop? And he's like, he's like yeah. yeah. It, was not, it wasn't <laughs> where it's at, in my opinion. And then we have, who's next for you? Oh, Nate? No. Who? I only have one left. Who? Eric? Yes. Yeah, okay. So we had a couple before that. I just wrote down first. I thought the whole time, and this is how she is in general, but Gabby looks like a... Just a little girl in a candy store at yeah, all times. At all times. Yeah. Like, no matter what time. She's just like, oh, like, everything yeah. is like, it's all amazing. That's also, I'm overwhelmed, but it's all yeah. amazing. Um, That's true. I just think life with her would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think any of these guys were going to find figure that out. Nate's the guy with the cool hair. He just had the double-sided pillow, black man. Oh, he yeah, had the yeah. pillows. It wasn't oh, anything yeah. super memorable. I thought yeah. he was attractive. Jordan, I thought, this might be a player for a while. I think he's the boyish, oh. cute race car driver. Yes. He impressed me later on. We'll get to it in a little bit. I, I, I was thinking, though, a race car driver, like, that's an attractive profession to Hot. date. 
Hot, but, but not to be, to be with. with because there's so much risk involved in that. I can biologically can see that being like, oh, I don't know if I want to, but to like have a weekend with or a week with, I think that would be like a perfect. I love the drama of like, don't go do that. You might die. Yeah. And then watching. And then being like, I've got it. And then, so yeah. And then worry. like it, he comes in third and you don't like him as much. Yeah. <laughs> he wins the race and you love him or whatever. That's funny. I think he might be around for a little bit. So we'll get to him in a little bit. But yes, yeah. Eric, I'm super, you're, you had a visceral reaction. Uh, most attractive to me. Yeah, I thought he was right attractive the, too. Right off the bat. Spells his name wrong, but that's okay. Yes. Did the little tie thing. He's tall. Batman's from New Jersey, not that far from South Lakeville. He's going to be the villain. Really? See, I had, I thought. He was upset yeah. that he didn't get a rose. I think, yeah. From either of them. Right. The first which I was like, rose. dude, you're yeah. sitting in a room too with much confidence. 28 other men. Yeah. He has, he's got to get brought down like, to earth a little bit. And yeah. that can make people go crazy. We've seen in pro. In the promo. I thought he actually, because I had the similar feeling where I was like, ooh, I'm not so sure. But you know who also gave me that vibe was the other guy from Jersey who won Tasha's season and ended up with her for a while, Zach. Where he's oh. like almost too cool for school. It's like, why are we all here? I deserve this. And then you got to know him. It was like, oh, no, he was actually a no, cool I guy. Zach, so yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I liked, And so I'm not a huge mullet guy, but his mullet was sick. Like if I could grow Sexy. a mullet like that, where it wasn't an agree, I don't like an egregious mullet. I no, just no, want no. like a regular, just Natural as mullet. short as a mullet could be mullet. I think. <laughs> All right, then 32 fucking guys. Holy shit. That was too many. My throat hurt. I knew there was going to be a lot, but two bachelorettes, but just an overload. What was your favorite intro overall? Did you already say? You like the Fabio one, I think is the one you said the, the on the horseback was maybe. Your yeah, I just thought it was so one. ridiculous. Yeah. But like, he, oh, pulled, the but chairs, he pulled it yeah. off. And I, the, I chairs like the chairs one, one was very sweet. Yeah, I thought I liked the chairs one. Yeah. And, and I, I liked Eric's just because it's like, you guys know how to tie a tie. Oh, and I just right. thought that was very flirty. Yeah, it could be and, like a little humble. Yeah, and cute. And like, you get some like physical touch. Could and, you like, tie the tie? No. No, me neither. I can't fucking do that. And at my St. Joe's High School, you had a tie tie. I still don't remember. Yeah, maybe that's why I got kicked out. Yeah, couldn't tie the tie. <laughs> All right, quick cocktail party. In the beginning, I was like, um, with both women there, it's going to be like really impossible to form an intimate connection. Like if you go, you get taken away with the one, you usually take them away. But to have both of them there, it's really hard to form an intimate connection. You know what I'm saying? Like in the, like you usually pull them away. I mean, and it if you started to, to go one-on-one. On one. It's hard even when there's one bachelorette for her to talk to everybody in the night exactly and now they want to talk to both of it them. could be better if they split them they up on purpose and then the next night maybe like this night you're going for eight yeah home. yeah that Sorry, been i just cool. put a mint in my mouth yeah no you needed it just kidding okay so then um uh okay then we have roby auditioning for a job in vegas i, I wrote said, down i said roby is a darling but not gonna cut it yeah that was <laughs> that was you knew it again it set them up for failure having to be with the two women i think that was a huge thing if he maybe went off with one of yes. the women it would have been a little that bit was easier the thing, him and the twins which yeah. is interesting that they were and the they first did that for two. A i wonder if they did more than that and they just didn't show it because and i was like they need to not talk to them not together working. yeah like, none of it's, it's working because that's usually you have the first impression then you go talk and that's when you really get to know yes. someone usually and he, didn't really, he didn't have that chance okay i'm gonna get a little gross the one guy says the magician pulled a houdini when he left to grab the woman um first because i think that's what he did roby went first do you know what the sex move is the houdini you ever heard of this? I do not. Okay, it's gross. It's um, um What are you gonna try and slip it in? So it's funny. <laughs> 2022 problematic when I was a kid. I don't doubt anyone's ever done this. If someone has, it's funny, but I hope they didn't. All right, it's when you're making love with a woman in front of a window um from behind, otherwise known as doggy style scientifically. And when she's real into it, you stop for a second, other guy comes in. 
and takes your spot and you go around to the window and wave to her. <laughs> That's the Houdini. I just remember oh. hearing that as a kid being like, being like, that's the funniest oh. thing I've ever heard as a 13-year-old. I just thought that was really funny. But um, you got to think someone's done that, which is horrible and also hilarious in a, in a vacuum yeah, cartoon. Yeah, you all the vomit. Totally. Um, <laughs> unconsensual sex. So, okay, here we go. Then the twins conversation. We just mentioned it a second ago. This looked exactly like a bedroom at a frat party. Yeah, no, it looked exactly like oh, we got two chicks in our bed. We're gonna go hang out. So it's like, uh, it's like, you guys want to go do some ultimate frisbee in the quad tomorrow? Like we set up this thing. Sometimes we could. I think they're just fresh out of college. I think they were talking about their majors, right? You can tell. I think they were like twenty four, so they were just out of college. I think productionally set up to fail because they had okay the twins. If, if I'm a twin, I'm thinking, like, I need to get away from this guy as much as possible. I know. I was like, guys, we need to individuate. But I don't think they had a choice. So I think they were set up to fail. But it was so funny. They were like, yeah, we're completely different people. And then two sentences later, they're like, we have the same, same hobbies, job, same with the same school, yeah, same like, job. It was all, like, very cringy. You saw immediately oh God, that the women's – Oh, my God. Her so confessional, too. She's like, funny. I'm just not feeling it romantically or something <laughs> like that. She's like, I'm not into it. Yeah, she's a combo of she Mark will, Simpson and Jennifer Gould. Yeah, I like that. Voice, she voice. And she will just tell you what she thinks. And yeah. I really like – I didn't think that after seeing her in, on Clayton season. I thought she was a little more reserved. But now she's like, no, I'm just going to say it. I don't have time for this, totally. which I love. is so attractive. All this right. happened a lot. What do you think is going to be Gabby's flaw? Okay. Maybe too airy? Maybe a little too, like, indecisive? It, it, decisive in the beginning, indecisive towards the end? I think she's not going to have a hard time being truly vulnerable. Okay, because a lot of times with humor, you do that to cover yeah. up the vulnerability. Yeah, I can, I can understand. I can see that. I can see that really getting to a place where she's because we haven't seen like with Clayton even she wasn't vulnerable. like there wasn't like you said you watched a couple episodes she wasn't fully like again that cool girl that you want to hang out with but not a not a full vulnerability that we've seen in previous episodes of mm-hmm. their previous seasons of The Bachelor, um, which is a very Capricorn thing. But one more thing I think the twins messed up on, which is just in. in, in life i think this happens a lot they didn't ask about they kept talking about themselves the whole mm-hmm. time maybe they cut it i don't know you can never yeah, we can't talk about that true. but the way their vibe was i think that happens a lot us. there's a lot of even men who i've talked to who struggle with dating and advice i give them is don't just like ask people first of all other people love to talk about themselves but listen to them too that's so important in any in relationship even too six years in like, it's so important. Yeah, like, if you ask somebody, what's your job? And they're like, oh, I'm a whatever. Like, be like, oh, cool. Like, I'm this. Like, it's like, um, wait, what? You do that? Like, what is your, yeah. like. Dive into you, it. Or just. Yeah, I've never done that before. It's hard because, especially on this show, you're on TV. You want to, like, and you only probably show really people who you are. Such a small amount of time. But I think women will, remember, men too, will remember when you ask about them. They'll, they'll remember that more than Which hearing about what you did. Which, it comes up later okay with mario yes did this amazingly yeah you're right led to the awesome moment hayden just before we move on hayden they talks to rachel i think he says i want to get across i'm here for something real and i always say take a shot every time someone says real journey or right reasons and you'll get drunk by the end of the episode (laughs) then i actually really like this we had the boston guy i don't think he had an intro he He didn't have an intro that's why Brian, I loved him. I think I he reminds me a little bit of my therapist in a tiny bit, so I think that helped me a tiny <laughs> bit. Funny. But um, anyway, I thought they vibed incredibly. He taught her the Boston lingo, which I thought was really oh, funny. And they were just roasting oh, each other. Oh, you know how much I – and I was so just kept, couldn't stop thinking because I love that. And I, it has to be because of mom, right? 
because mom roasted the fuck out yeah, of us. Probably. It's why I love that so much. So when Gabby was like, and I was did like, your friends roast you like each no, other? No, no, no. I'm telling you, that's like really? I've talked. I was just talking about this with one of my best friends. My like main seven best friends are so fucking sensitive that when I started meeting my comedian friends, I was like timid at first. I was like, oh wait, I can tell you to go fuck yourself, and like you won't, you won't I be know. so mad at me. Well, I was listening to this episode podcast about like having a roast at your wedding, like rather than yeah. speeches or yeah. like like and, when I did with yeah, <laughs> and I was like, hmm, do I want Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. If, as long as you gave me parameters, I would keep it under okay. control. Like I said, you should see what was on the cutting room floor of Dad's. Roast. Oh my god! But um, anyway, no, I they're, just they're I thought it was like automatically. I'm like, oh, they like each other, like because they're so and she's so comfortable roasting him. And she's like, if, you're right, like a five year old. If she if, when girls do that to me, yeah. I'm I'm like, oh, she's into me. Yeah. Like I did. That's just always how I felt. Is like you wouldn't go out of your like like maybe my friend Joe. He's getting too much shit this episode, maybe. But (laughs) if someone does him, he's like, oh, she hates me. It would be his thought. Okay. And that's not true. And she needs that too to know that whoever she's with is gonna give it back. Right. 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 She said that. Sometimes, like like my Venus and Gemini, (laughs) which is funny to say. I need, like, that flirty banter, don't take anything too seriously, and, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes I get that. Not all the time. Sometimes it's like, oops, I picked the wrong moment. Sure. Um, But that might be more about my timing than anything else. Sure. Um, But, yeah, I liked them together. Um, And Rachel and Hayden was next, like... He made her wrote our birthday card. Oh, okay, that's the Jake and Josh guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I thought that show. was really cute. Funny moment. Gabby's talking to Jacob, and she's like, oh, yeah. "Sure, it was Jacob. His pecs were rock hard, yeah, and I couldn't not look like at that. them." Yeah. <laughs> he did seem awkward in that. Yes, moment. and that's where I first saw her. I was like, "She's so good at connecting with people and normalizing how crazy this is," but I don't think it's attractive when I have to caretake a man like mm. on the first date and be like, yeah, it is really nerve wracking. Okay. Like that would be a turnoff. For yeah. Me. It'd be one. To like be I wouldn't want to like continue getting to yeah. know him because I want a guy to come in. Who's like, understands already how crazy this yes, is. Yeah. He would be able to do that himself and like still be confident. In yeah. Him. He was a little like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I totally agree. He's he was young. different. Age. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of I people, who, him out. he's like a little, a lot of people with those like, bodies are really insecurity down. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see how the show of the season plays out. Um, Avon says it's hard for him to open up early on. We always have a couple of those. They had chemistry. He's going to be around a while is what I wrote down. I and think. that was the first one. Rachel's like, I really wanted to kiss him, but he like, yeah. Didn't. And then there was a string of men just like, there being moments. Yes. And you I think they're going to kiss, but they don't. Yeah. And the men saying behind the scenes, like, I don't want to just like, I don't know how I'm going to feel with the other one. So I don't want to kiss them both. Totally. I wrote down that Gabby was hinting that she really wants to kiss. She thought there would be more kissing, like you said. And I have to say, it is weird because, like, um, you don't want to mess that up as a guy, right? And every woman puts out different signals for whether, whether they want they to be or kissed not. or not. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to, to see. I remember, like, on a couple ex-girlfriends ago, I had this magical, dreamy date. The thunder and lightning was coming. It was a perfect moment to kiss her. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And I remember going home and beating myself the fuck up i was like you idiot you coward all these things months later we're talking and i'm like yeah i can't believe i didn't kiss you that night she's like oh if you kissed me i probably would have really turned off and so i have no idea it's so i feel like i'm really good at meeting energy and understanding but that is so difficult because you don't want to mess it up because then you have my lover and on our first day i didn't kiss her for like three days she's like what the fuck are you waiting for it's 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 so hard to judge that so i don't kissed on our I guess you could call it like our third meeting. Okay. 
Yeah. Because we met and then we went to coffee. So your second date, kind of. And then we went on a date. Yeah. And like it's probably date. been different for different boyfriends, right? I just think. <laughs> yeah. Very, it's so, it's hard. You don't, and it, again, it's always better, I think, to be too late than too early, right? Because if you go early and you do it without someone expecting it and they're not ready, then you're going to, it's going to ruin the connection. I, I think Max was the first person I like dated. Okay. I think the other guys. Like, yeah. We, that's we a lot of my relationships with John. And then started a relationship. And into, yeah. So I'm just saying, I want to give the guys so I don't even, credit. What is my dating identity? Well, they don't know. It's kind of over. Yeah, they probably won't know. <laughs> well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, and then Rachel and the race car driver, Jordan. Yes. Um, he felt so genuine. He was to so me. calm. Yeah. That really helped. And the in the manic, so calm. nervous energy of the other guys. And genuine of like, look, this is my life and I'm sharing and like I actually feel like it really connects with what you do. Yeah. And he's the Very first smart. one that said, I'm here for you. Yeah. And like for Rachel, I, yeah, it definitely. She's a pilot. Oh, How have I not brought up? There was a pilot such yet. a kiss her, kiss her, kiss her moment, and then he's like, "Yeah, so this gets like thirteen hundred like because <laughs> you know like, his first love is his race car, <laughs> which it always will be." Yeah. And I always thought, like, I also thought, like, his calm demeanor probably comes from racing. You have to be oh, calm yeah. in that situation. True. So, a lot of like, a date is nothing to a race car. And they were in a way, hands, it is. so there was like there was I think, definitely vibes. I there. think she even said to him, "He's like he surprised me or mm-hmm. something," which yeah. is not surprising, I guess. Yep. Um, all right, so then Mario. Gabby's ready to kiss. Uh, because the first kiss comes out of nowhere, I thought, and it's yeah, Mario. And um, I thought but this was the, the probably one, the biggest moment of the episode overall. He's the one who, like, when we're talking about how to make or like have a ask a good question or yeah. like really get yes. to know somebody intentional. Yeah, he he did a really good job of saying like like Can you tell me how it was like or how it feels to open up? now that you went through that whole thing with Clayton, you've been yeah. through this and like, what does it feel like for you now? So much better. You know, than like twins. just getting curious about like, how did, how have you changed? How have mm-hmm. you grown? Very smart. Confidence. You know? yeah. You've seemed confident to me. And, Confidence and he, wins a lot. And he also names like the culture of, in society about men and vulnerability and how they're not looked at to be vulnerable. Doubt. And I was like, yeah. Ooh, that's good. Doubt. I did, but that's a really <laughs> that good thing. Happens, in theory yeah. to, and then to, they got a first kiss, which one of the most awkward kisses I've seen on the bachelor for sure. That's again, yeah, I got like to get, say, if, let's move closer and like get your hands involved. If there, I gotta say this, especially because the intro. If there's a camera on me, I'm going to be the most insecure when I'm kissing. Oh yeah, I'm going to be true. so nervous and it wouldn't Ooh, look right. I'm not gonna act I just like got full body like cringy. I'm not gonna act like I would be smooth. But then again, I never just, liked watching people kiss. No, nah, when I was well, in like when I was younger, I liked it. Now Depends I'm on the tired chemistry. of it. Um, yeah, first kisses and like the awkward like talking right before it i'm yeah. just like what's well, funny i just think as a podcast host i have to judge it just saying like they were too far apart yeah they weren't enough touching yeah, they like, it was, was just her lips looked weird they didn't know if they were doing <laughs> tongue it was just the whole thing was awkward yeah, i'm sure gabby was still a little ner- nervous and stuff but then another first kiss for, for rachel tino talks to her on the like stairs this. which is a big moment because you know what the lighting season. that would be all for me a little darker a little Candlelit, yeah, like dark dim Good lighting. Point. No, yeah, no, the camera light. I'm gonna right take you face. to your scene of trauma yeah. and heal it for you. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like Rachel really likes Tino. She really he's a likes front runner, obviously, as we'll see in a second. What do you think about ask the asking to kiss? 
Yeah, this is interesting because you're supposed, I guess technically you're supposed to, but I've been yelled at, <laughs> physically assaulted for asking. They're like, don't, you don't have to ask. I've had girls yeah, absolutely no, a do lot that. of women are like, that's so unattractive. Again, I think ask? we might have talked about this in the first, in the first season, but my, and my thoughts were, I'm, I find myself so good at reading energy yes. that I rarely get it wrong. But most guys I know, a lot of my friends don't have sisters. A lot of my friends didn't interact with women until yeah. a lot older. So they have a very hard time knowing. And if they yeah. were to do it unconsensionally, it would ruin their mindset. So yeah, I, but I also I, feel like there's a way to like slowly lean in. And if like that person leans away. Reading the like, body, but people can't read body energy like you can. Or body, body, I think it depends on each person. I think it's, it depends. I don't mind the, would you let me kiss you? No, I think there's way, it's not, and it was there's hot. ways to say it that it are, that are kiss. really comfortable. Um, I don't think I would say it at this, at this point in my life. But um, I, I think I would rather than ask, it would be more like flirty of like, wow, I'd really love to kiss you right Perfect. now. Perfect. It's like, man, everything is telling then, me that I'm not sure that I should kiss you, but God, my, my, my cock just wants to. <laughs> Ew, <no. laughs> sorry, sorry. We made eye contact. <laughs> well, speaking Can of we cocks, we have the chicken guy who comes in <laughs> and, he, and he, goes, um, he does uh, worst fears on three. Yeah, that was good. It's worst sharks fears. and clowns, though. It's a little lame, but. Um, yeah. I was wondering what year, if someone asked you that, one, two, three. Abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> right, you'd be too, like, on point about it. They're just trying to do, like, cheesy things. Rejection. That's a tough one. Um, I think, I think mine is, mine is loneliness. quadriplegic. That's what I would say. <laughs> one, two, three, I would, my biggest fear is being a quadri- quadriplegic. Yeah, I that think. sounds and I have always said, though, waking like up in the change. middle of, waking up in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, my, yeah, it was my abyss. big fear yeah, for a long time. Totally. Philosophobia, I think, is, like, the fear of, like, depths and, like, holes and stuff like that but i don't know all right so then here we go we already got your thoughts i was going to ask you about bedminster eric but we already know i say you know, here's what i say again he reminds me a little bit of zach and they're talking him and gabby um have a much less awkward kiss yeah they're down. very cozy and comfy might have been a little bit more drunk they're more comfortable really good banter and i just put he's so four o's hot He's she's so O's. confident and I feel inspired by her. Yes, yes. She's and then very he confident. asks, Can I kiss you? Oh, and he did. she goes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> then he talks and vibes with Rachel too, which is our first little sign of yes. uh, that's the first guy to vibe with both of them. Yes. Okay. No, they both like Logan. Okay. Because when that. Logan met up with Gabby, he was really joking. He's that's when he asked her, um, so are you the type of person in the movie theater that brings yeah okay i do remember like that stuff now. in with a in a trench coat yeah. or are you getting candy at the concession stand? and she's like full trench coat yeah. <laughs> do you know my famous story with that it's not famous i always say that but it's, nothing's famous about it what that you get movie theater popcorn and leave no i would just bring in full wendy's and there's this one time where i was with all my friends and it's like a friday night so it's popping and it's like a you know 14 year old pimple headed guy checking the tickets and I go to walk in with my Wendy's at that point I'm like full ego 15 16 yeah. year old and he's like uh sir you can't bring it in I go it's not mine and I just keep walking and there's nothing said after that I know, like, what are they gonna mine. do yeah, it's not it's not mine I don't like that you can't bring in food what's the problem well so actually Liability? movies no movies make all their money they don't make any money off the ticket that goes to the film they make oh, all of their money that's why they're so expensive too yeah I've read that a hundred times unfortunately oh. well there's I'll deals. My friend Nikki J, he's probably not listening to the Bachelor segment. <laughs> he used to, he got a Hulk. I remember it like it was yesterday. There was this Hulk <laughs> bag 
I guess it must have been during the Edward Norton Hulk or maybe Mark Ruffalo. Um, and that signified you can get unlimited refills. Yeah. And our first season is like, watch this. He just, and this is not like a neat thing to do. He takes it out of the garbage. He sees it at the garbage, takes this, dumps the rest out, cleans it out, and goes and fills it up and had it for like three weeks or something <laughs> like that. It was so funny. I love funny. that. Very funny. All right. But yeah, Eric, wait, Bedminster, Bedminster is where he worked? Where That's where he's from. Is that where you work? Oh, it was really close. It was okay. really close up there. Yeah, it was only like forty-five minutes away from us west. I yeah, I thought I Maybe I would thought less. it was going to be hard for him and Rachel to top the energy between him and Gabby, like yeah. the chemistry. But he's just cute. I think what I think was different with him and Rachel, depending on what he likes, is like he took on more of like a, I'm going to teach you about my like I'm teaching you about where I live in New York, and she's like, Oh, oh shit, is that where you? Yeah. That's where you live. Whereas him and Gabby were like fucking with each other, okay. and it was more again it that like equal. A- yeah. Like very, like Gabby I talked about yeah, the charts right. yeah. and Rachel's were like, Oh, teach me like that typical kind of male female dynamic. Sure. And I could tell he was getting a little bit giddy and like nervous yeah. talking to her, but I was like, Ooh, I think he might. He's definitely into both of them. I think he's into both of them for different reasons. And then he doesn't kiss Rachel. And then you think he even says something like, he's, yeah, I'm not doing it. Do you think kissing her would have been a wrong, I'd no. like to stay in? Like if they talked it, oh you kissed him and oh you kissed him too. That's kind of a red flag, no? Because mm. it's so early. Maybe they would he would have gotten a break. No, I think I think because the first like the first they've only kissed like two or three people, so that might be kind of a something that they. Think I think about. it was smart. I think it was smart to kiss one of them and then like note kiss Rachel and then it builds the tension between him and Rachel. So when he gets picked to oh, go it was on a date, smart. Yeah, it, he'll get like tension, and I don't think you can. It won't be on the same night. Right, so you can't say like, "Oh, I kissed him too." Right, good as point. much. No, no, Does that it was a definitely a good choice. My, but if he did, would it? Would you think it, it would have been more? It probably I think it would have started the Something. competition a little bit earlier. Yeah, than you're probably it did. right. Okay, then um, first impression. Anything else left? Yeah, first impression rose. No surprise, it was the first kisses for both Tina yep, and Mario. Tina and Mario, two Italian names. And, of course, the drama of, like, them going to the table and the men wondering who it's going to be. And this yeah, is where, and I like said, this. Eric could use some humbling. Like, I did not like his reaction. That's a really window into someone's soul that they haven't been rejected before. Exactly. Kind of, of him yeah. just, like, obvi- yeah, obviously he's gotten his way with yeah. a lot of women We've before. seen so many people like that in The Bachelor and The Bachelor, and I think even in the two seasons that we've done it. this as a humbling, I need to chill moment, I will love that for him. I'm getting worried that in the promo there was like her telling Rachel telling Gabby like he said that he doesn't trust us bitches. <laughs> I'm worried yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna go the angry yeah, route. Yeah, or just yeah, you can't reject me. I'm gonna reject both of exactly. you in ways. You guys, I'm gonna right. get, I can't deal with being insecure. It's at hard. All. That's why I've always said it's so important to get rejected, especially yes. as a as a man, but as a, as a woman too. Because mm-hmm. before I was rejected, I was such a cocky fuck. I, there's no way. And then it took a couple times probably of me really? getting rejected to be like. <laughs> Mine was like, why won't anybody like me? And then like the first guy that liked me rejected to be and i was like i will never let it happen again <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah no and then you learn and eventually it's like, oh everybody yeah else. that happens <laughs> too we go the other way um all right so we have uh, yeah that's, that's we have the rose ceremony which was at first i was like oh this is really sweet they're not doing it in front of uh, everyone so they take the twins and um the magician the twins and the magi- magician uh for my next trick i'm gonna turn one into two people <laughs> that'd be funny if you did that just didn't write that down okay um he, <laughs> uh but i thought though so you got to feel so shitty. They only eliminated three people. It 
this when was, I was honestly the roughest rejection. Only I've because it seen. wasn't in front of the other guys it, helped a little bit. No, no, no. This is it's bad. it's bad because it reminds me. I was 12 years old. It was our B League All Star team, and it was so it wasn't even the A team. So then 14 kids tried out, and 12 made it. And I remember going over his house. He was devastated. If there were 20 people there that got cut, probably wouldn't have been that sad. But just having it feeling so alone, it's like, oh, I couldn't even crack the top 90 percentile or whatever. Couldn't you just give out the roses and just do it normal and just leave the three of them? Oh, you thought that would have been better? Yes. I thought that would have been a lot less, like, it... Ooh, it, I didn't, I it was didn't, bad. I did not. It like was it. bad. I it was, didn't feel good. Well, they should have just. Well, I, why like, didn't they just send more and, home? I guess they just didn't like know. Sending both the twins home and like it's almost like they're one person. It's yeah, so weird. Yeah, it's all part of and it. And then poor Roby's like, fuck. Well, yeah, it's like I'm the only that's why. Singular person. It's so funny. Like in a comedic, like The Office or something, they show after, and they, there's just them three. <laughs> everyone left. He's like, I'm gonna turn one person into two. And, <laughs> and everyone, the, guy, the twins are just like, that's, and it's such a great moment. In the limo yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that That's so funny. fucking funny, man. Or he's just doing tricks as they're leaving and they're like devastated. No, Ooh, I, wrote, that. I wrote, um, it ended on a very dramatic note. I hope they're okay. Like, if that would have happened to me, that's as bad as this I would have felt like absolute shit about yeah, myself. There's, if there was a noose within the vicinity, I'd have put it to good. The <laughs> I had to, to really use. tell myself, like, they can handle this, they'll be okay. <laughs> they can handle this because no, I was if panicking. If you do it the right way, it'll make you stronger. Yes, um, exactly. Maybe they'll exactly, go to grad exactly, school or something. Ugh. Yeah, that's tough. That was rough. All right, we're not. We've done way too much already. I thought this was going to be yeah. a small episode. We can't do short <laughs> episodes apparently. No email the quails until next week. Um, if you listen to this so far, thank you so much. Recommend us to any other people who are interested, not just in the Bachelor, but in conscious conversation about society, love, and anything else. As always, you can email us, loveonthebrainwiththequails at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, death threats will respond appropriately. Any um, last words? We're assuming you're listening to this Monday. Mm, yeah, it's going to be a, a little hard to. We're going to get this out Monday morning. There's going to be a next episode at night. I know life is really hard. You're not going to be able to. <laughs> but just remember, you don't have to listen before the episode. Listen to the first half of the episode, whatever. Right. Yeah, well, I actually think it's a good, if this comes out Monday, it's like, oh my gosh, what happened even Refresher. last episode? Let me listen to this amazing podcast recap, and then tonight or the next night, I'm going to watch and be caught up. Yeah. And so we're here refresher. to help you get caught up. And, you know, even if, like most like we do, you should listen on Tuesday or Wednesday because nobody likes commercials. You don't got stuff shut Yeah, I watch on throat. Tuesday. It's 40 minutes of commercials, an hour and 20 of I didn't even, airtime. on Hulu, watching it on Hulu, there's not even ad breaks. <sighs> well, that's crazy because all my Hulu even has ads. Pew. Like even like, oh, it gets me so mad again. My, we'll see only this gonna, week. My Maybe lover's going to be the only one listening left at this point, so... When she just is like, I've never seen you so angry. Every time an ad comes out, we'll be watching the bear or the old oh, man. Oh, the bear's and good. And right in the middle of the fucking show, there's an ad. Like That show is so concentrated on the vibe. And the ad's and like, so how about some Zeroville? Are you getting like, oh, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't have any ads with that either. Fuck it. Fuck it.